0: Wednesday at nine. It gets crazy when you get their number and you can call them maybe. And now here they are, Matt Christensen and Blonde. Hello and welcome to the show. It is the call-in show, the show where you get our number, and we are at your mercy. Hello, Blonde. Hey. Back once again in your usual chair. I'm glad to see that you made it home.
2: Yeah. It's clutching.
0: After what happened with you previously being questioned by, who was it, gate people, someone at the airport. It
2: was TSA.
0: Okay. So being questioned by them. And then what's going on with this, like Nick Fuentes alleged no fly zone business. I thought, well, damn, uh, is she going to get home?
2: No, it's fine. Looks like it happened. I did. In fact, a ton of people with coronavirus, <laughs> but I made it home.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and uh, of course, right about now, there is a history in the making or history, rather oh. uh, to, to uh, the first female speaker of the house and the first female vice president sitting behind the president of the United States, giving some sort of speech about how we're going to spend a bajillion dollars on whatever uh, I have. Yeah. I'm sure I'll listen to it eventually. Honestly, I have very little interest in it. Uh, the only int- the most interest I have is when's he going to screw up? What's he going to say that's going to be old man funny? It's pretty much the only interest I have in.
2: You need to check out emotionally like I have. It'll Mm. just make your whole life better.
0: Well, I like the spectacle. um, But if you become
2: too preposterous to enjoy anymore, I think.
0: Yeah. Well, you have to enjoy it as theater. It's the only way it's enjoyable, because when you think about what's going on with our country and um, particularly the imaginary dollars that are being spent uh, that's worrisome so I just yeah. uh, I just like to laugh at the show anyway I assume uh, I could check in with the speech if something crazy happens but I don't really plan on doing that uh, we'll so get we'll, dinged uh, yeah you might depending on whose broadcast you use but we I would can't probably just do
2: it then. I'd probably just
0: play the audio we got in trouble for that for the debate but I think a presidential address we'd probably be fine anyway I, I don't I don't care that much Um Anyway, we're back to the normal rules tonight. Uh, So if you had an email question left over from last week, we will get to that in the last half hour of the show. And thanks for patience on that. Uh, We'll take calls uh, from our screener, Dangerous Spaces, as usual. And um, we will take a break every half hour to check in with Super Chat as well. Other than that, uh, back on the normal schedule here. So let's hop into the callers. Kim is up first. Kim, you there?
3: Yes, I am. Hello. Hi.
0: What's and on your mind?
3: Um, well, I actually would have wanted to share an advertisement that I heard. Mm. Um, and I'm not quite sure if it's something that the left is just blatantly telling us that conspiracy theories about the vaccine are true, or if they're trying to push me off, you know, the government trying to push me off the deep end and radicalize me even more. <sighs> um, I was listening to a music streaming service a couple weeks ago, and I. I'm too cheap to pay for advertisements so I an ad came on and it started off, you know, as you know, more and more people are getting the vaccine and life is returning to normal. Then it switched from mentioning the, the COVID vaccine to an advertisement for fertility clinic.
0: Hmm. <laughs> they really know their demographic, I guess. Yeah, yeah. really. It, is, sometimes um, there, a- there are things like that in life where you wonder, are they trolling or is this pure coincidence? Yeah. Hmm.
3: I have no idea. I was—I was just flabbergasted that this is, you know, if this is true, then they're just being so blatant about it.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, we're not going to know for for a few more years, aren't we? Yeah.
0: Hmm. That's that, true. Watching Joe Rogan get in as much internet trouble as he's in for saying something totally reasonable about this has been.
2: What did he say? I am a couple of days
0: ago. He said on his show, uh, "If I was a 21-year-old healthy person." Uh, I probably would not get the vaccine. I don't really see a reason to do that. And he is just getting wrecked. And everyone, every blue check Seriously, on Twitter why? is, oh, it's so irresponsible because even if you're healthy uh, or even if, you, even if you're a healthy young person, you got to minimize your, the prospect that you'd transmit it, all this. And it's just this it's is a- so
2: stupid. Do you know what I realized after getting coronavirus? If we would have let this rip through society and only protected people in nursing homes, this would be over by now and it would be a blip on the radar.
0: Yeah, I don't uh, I don't see any reason to believe that uh, taking that approach would have produced more deaths than we saw.
2: This is so retarded. I can't believe anybody's getting vaccinated. If you're getting vaccinated for this, you better be so fucking old and have <laughs> so many comorbidities. Like, I just can't even imagine doing it now. And it was like people I was talking to on the plane and everything. Everybody. Oh, don't worry. I- I'm not worried about you not wearing your mask or whatever, because I'm vaccinated. I'm- hmm.
3: Yeah, I just I just got a, a text from a friend tonight who she just got her second dose and is taking it pretty hard. And I had a student who just told me that he got his second dose and had to leave class going to the nurse because he wasn't feeling
0: well. Have you heard all the stories about the uh, people not showing up for their second appointment?
2: Tons of people are yeah. going in.
0: And you yeah. wonder why? Is it just... They did. They have a bad reaction to the first dose. Do they just not care anymore? What's What's the reason? I'd be really curious to know.
3: I heard one story. Um, I have a acquaintance whose dad is a mortician, and they got, I guess, a I don't know, cadaver or whatever. Customer. I don't know how you refer to it, someone who, anyhow, who had gotten, who had died of. Um, he had died soon after getting his second dose of the vaccine. Um, and his, his wife, I got her first dose and she's, she's not getting her second.
0: Because of that incident or just, yeah. Okay.
2: I mean, you're already in it at that point though.
0: (laughs) You might as well finish it out. I guess. Yeah.
2: I don't know. I don't know. I mean, Hmm. who knows what I'll believe next week though, because two weeks ago I was like, this is not real. And now I'm like, yeah, (laughs) this this, this is real.
0: (laughs) Well, thank you for the thoughts, Kim. Yeah. Yeah. I'll give you a final word.
3: Um, so this is has to fall in the stories of categories of, you know, things my students have said
2: that I probably should have given them detention for, but I.
3: That's didn't. right.
0: You're the uh, I forgot. Are you the You're base the, teacher? The hot commodity teacher. Yeah.
2: I oh, I got <laughs> so many emails of guys wanting to date you.
3: Um. So I had a student who
0: <laughs> moving. We
3: were, on. <laughs> moving. On, yeah. <laughs> um. We were cooking, and they were um melting something i had a student said oh these are jewish starburst we're cooking them
0: wait what you said that <gasps> no,
3: whatever
2: no,
0: oh okay all right
2: it's based
3: and i just, jesus i did i just didn't give you know i kind of just told him you know you're in school Some people might be offended by that but yeah. save it for the internet
0: that's a good way to get uh, a timely expulsion if you uh throw that one around too loosely that kid's on poll. well probably is
2: the kids are all right. This makes me feel a little bit better. Oh,
0: all right. Thank you, Kim, oh. for the insight and uh, yeah. all the best. Thank you.
2: Thanks. Have a good evening. Such <laughs> <laughs> a shit bag, kids? It's so funny. God.
0: Well, they they're going to have a tall task ahead of them one day to save this entire world. So good luck.
2: Yeah. Um, Enjoy the laws while you can.
0: <laughs> Juggernaut, the destroyer. You're up if you're ready.
4: Ooh. Hey, hey, so I guess I'll just crap on Ben Shapiro some. Cause I've been yeah, all right. That. <laughs> That's OK. Yeah. All right. Sounds good. <laughs> what do you got? A couple of weeks ago, he said that. Uh, oh, well, yes, you see a couple weeks ago, he said that the Vex, the COVID vaccine was the best scientific achievement in the past several centuries. So be noted. You, in the past several, you gotta centuries, say it in a Ben Shapiro voice. It's uh, that oh, really okay. It. I see. I see.
2: A real missed opportunity here.
4: Carry on. Well, you see, in the past several centuries, uh, the the uh, COVID vaccine is the greatest invention of all time.
0: Yeah, pa- passable. A little e- more. Everybody's impression uh, of Ben
2: Shapiro is excellent.
0: Small.
2: Hey gang. Impassable. A little more nasal tone, it.
0: but impassable. Well, frankly, that does speaking, sound like something just absurd.
2: What an incredible douche. Like if if you you hear Ben Shapiro say something like that, you have to question the validity of the science behind the vaccine by virtue of Ben Shapiro saying it.
0: (laughs) Well, was it just the vaccine praise or is it something else that, uh, that stuck with you?
4: Oh, well, his whole his whole COVID takes are awful. Like all of them also well, retroactively um, changed what he said about January 6th. That was kind of like, well, dude. he he
0: does. He does do that sometimes. Some of us yeah. have been saying this for months. No, no, some of us haven't. Some of us said something totally different months <laughs> several ago, months yeah. ago. Uh, but I, I did see there was a lot of mixing up going on on Twitter today with him and uh, other people I follow whose opinions I respect. And Ben was making the point. um, that he was pro mask during the bulk of the pandemic. But if you are wearing a mask after you're vaccinated, you're participating in theater and we shouldn't be doing this sort of silly nonsense. And people, other people I saw responding saying, yeah, but this is exactly why we were warning you about this mask stuff way back months ago. It wasn't about being anti mask per se. It's about government conditioning and creating a new perception of normal. And uh, that was kind of interesting to watch as well. Um,
2: and the lack of evidence that masks outside of an acute clinical setting have any benefit in, did you s- in disease. We're not prevention. even sure that's true. The MIT study.
0: Well, well, there's that. There's a lot of um, information going around right now. And and, uh, and yeah, I, obviously, that's been the opinion of, of both of us, that they're not effective in any way, at least in a layman uh, general society sense. Um, but the one clip that I we have to play on Sunday, did you see this track runner in Oregon? Uh-uh. Okay, so oh. there's a... Uh, I think she's high school. High school track runner girl running like, I don't know, 800 meter or something.
2: She died About, because she had a, was wearing a mask?
0: Close. She's, she set a borderline record time in this running event, but she collapsed at the finish line and fainted because of, at least she and her coach say, uh, wearing a mask and not having enough oxygen. And it's all on tape. You can watch it. Yeah, if, why, why are, are you I wearing a mask? That,
2: right? You're she, outside also. With,
0: if you're wearing a mask running at a record pace. Um I understand that the high school sports authority is forcing her to do this or whatever. Just say no. Just while you're They're running They're not forcing you. You, don't, that you don't have
2: off. to you don't have to do it. Nobody's making you do that.
0: Are they gonna tackle you in the middle of the uh in the middle yeah. of the lap around the track? I don't know. But this is a, a yeah, it's a it, we've reached new levels of insanity, and that's because it's been normalized and conditioned along the way. Anyway, I've, I've sort of hijacked your call, and I certainly don't mean to interrupt shitting on Ben. So proceed.
4: <laughs> well, you see, the real vaccine passport is actually a great idea because it incentivizes people to get the vaccine.
0: I, I have oh, heard God, that. Did one he too. actually
2: say that? <laughs> I, I yep,
0: have heard yep. variations of that, Yeah.
2: Did he really say that
0: close paraphrased. Did. Yeah. Paraphrase. <laughs>
4: yeah.
2: He is a snake in the grass. <laughs> Anybody still listening to him has got to be <laughs> retarded at this. point. You're an asshat.
0: Hey, here I am.
2: But
4: Michael Knowles is way better, by the way. Who?
2: You know, no. Michael,
0: Michael Knowles has really grown on me. At first, I, I, I he, he didn't seem like he was uh, he didn't seem like he was for me. But over time, uh, I've, I've warmed up to him. I think he's um, I think he's pretty Wait, sharp. He's I, I pretty don't know clever. that
2: I trust anybody over at the Daily Wire. None of them. Well, well <laughs> who's their boss?
0: Uh, I forget who <laughs> runs the company. It's uh, Jeremy boring. Yeah, Jeremy Boring. Don't Jeremy Boring and Ben basically run the company together or yeah. something like that. Ben's mm. the CEO. Yeah.
2: OK, let me do some Googling.
0: <laughs> Let's get back to it. All right. You want a final word?
4: I'm good. Uh, I've I've crapped on bench piero Some. I mean, I've got a whole list. I could do this for an hour, but uh...
0: another time, another time,
4: <laughs> another time, another time. Thank you, man. You're an hat
5: yeah.
0: See you next time.
4: Bye. Authentication
2: code.
0: Uh, let me. Uh, here we go. Back out. Uh, Raggle Fraggle's up next. Raggle Fraggle, are you there? Hello, Mr. Raggle Fraggle.
6: Hey, Where are you hey, going?
0: We're doing all right. How are you?
6: Oh, not too bad. So can uh,
0: I can, I, can my... I say can I say congratulations or is that too uh, set too private?
6: No, by all means, I'm ecstatic about it. I'm glad I can take my permit card and fucking toss it out the window.
0: Oh, well, there's that. I, I was speaking more personally, but yes, also oh, con- congratulate. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm glad that your mind goes straight to I can carry Wild West Pimp style first. <laughs> <laughs> also. or if you're joking i don't
6: man i got just the rig i need to send you a picture of it but yes thank you for the congratulations and also i know i did it in the dms but congratulations to you on the kid that's
0: such oh a thanks yeah we uh we got about i think it's it's uh two weeks from we're, we're about 10 days away from learning the gender of the kid so excited
6: yeah i can't wait to hear, uh, hear all about but i
0: uh, can it. I can i share why i'm congratulating you
6: by all means or ahead. do
0: you want why don't you share it so i don't misrepresent
6: well i haven't uh, already announced on the show that i was engaged but we finally got the ring so now it's official and we're announcing to everybody and she's so happy she can't stop staring at it it's fun to watch that's Aww. awesome
0: i saw the pictures they were very they were awesome They're great did were those professional photos or you just have uh, like a friend who's really good
6: No, that was her mom and her sister were using my new phone with the high-end camera. That was phone, No, they
0: look really good. Yeah, they look really great.
6: Yeah, well, she'll be glad to hear that. (laughs) But on to the call. I have two topics y'all can choose from. Uh, Blonde, I want to either talk to you about Dave Ramsey or uh, Matt, talk to you about your faith in God.
0: Oh. Um, we've talked, I feel like we've talked faith a good amount, even though I'm always willing to talk about it. But Dave Ramsey and, and finance, I assume are less frequent. Why don't we go with that?
2: How many carrots is this? This wait, ring? Wait,
0: how Which are you one? looking at it? Where oh. do you have it?
2: I'm on Instagram now.
0: Oh.
6: It's a one and a half carrot.
2: Oh, it's so sparkly. I bet she is looking at it all the time. Okay, yeah. Proceed. Dave Ramsey, is that what we decided to talk about?
6: Wait, which one was the one that you talked about addiction with? I thought it was Dave Ramsey.
2: Oh, Dave Riley.
0: Oh. Riley.
2: That's a totally different take. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Let's talk about that. So I have a
6: question about uh, one of the comments that you made, which was, you said you went out after having gotten over your addiction. You had some glasses of wine. You were fine about it, but you wish you had gotten drunk and that, you know, things would have relapsed so you would never do it again. I, I'm curious why you think it's a bad thing that you didn't, you know, take it terribly. You actually handled it really well.
2: Well, I, I didn't really handle it really well because I was secretly drinking. Um, nobody uh, would have been fine with it. And uh, it, it, it would have ended up there eventually, you know. Like, it would have been like I was fine the few times that I drank and then I'd be um, like a gutter alcoholic again in a month. So... Whoa. It gave and me this illusion that, that that like I can drink normally. That's why.
6: Well, I think that there's a point there, which is that you you know you've mastered your your self control. It's kind of your, a mastering your demons type of thing, which is kind of the take I would have taken from it. So I was kind of curious why you went the opposite direction, but I guess that kind of makes sense.
2: Well, yeah, there's just no there's no world and where in which I'm going to be able to drink normally. It's just never never going to happen. And so entertaining that delusion is really.
6: Dangerous. I mean, me. I'm a person who's very disciplined, and so I strongly disagree. I think maybe not overnight; it might take 20 years before you get to that point. But I think it's definitely possible.
2: Yeah, but why risk it?
0: Blonde owes me one beer. She knows when. The day <laughs> has not come happen. yet. The day hasn't come yet, but she owes me one. <laughs> it's not gonna happen.
2: <laughs> um, no, I mean, but but why risk it? Like, so that I can feel a little better periodically at like a such great expense it's just it's not worth it to me
0: do you feel like do you have the urge to consume alcohol or is it just totally gone for you
2: no i mean when i was having really bad anxiety when i was trying to get pregnant i did but Mm. um not not in a few years
3: yeah Mm.
6: Well okay, so it, it went from being used as a coping mechanism to now you could just drink it uh, at your own leisure. You you
2: know, It can't drink- though. I did it one time and it didn't end in, in disaster. That that's it. I mean, it's not like everything was perfect and everything like that. Plus, um, you know, my family would absolutely shit a brick if I started drinking again. They're they're never gonna be like, Oh, it's okay, you can drink normally. I put them through hell. Like I just can't even dip my toe in, it's just not worth it for me. I mean yeah. people don't understand that because they lo- they love drinking and I used to love drinking too but it's just it's just not worth it. Like my life was in shambles. If there is a possibility that I could go back there just so that I could, you know, improve my life a little bit with with a few drinks or whatever. Like so not worth it. It's just so not worth it. And and that is a huge risk. I don't believe that I can drink normally ever. I have never been able to in the past.
6: Mm, I think you should have a little faith. I'm kind of running into this with my fiance's family because there's a history of alco- of uh, addiction all throughout her family. So she's very stringent about this stuff, too. So to come to my family and we're all moderate drinkers I and mean, we're, we're we have a lot of self-control. I can not drink. I could drink whenever I want. It doesn't matter. I don't get, you know, blackout drunk or anything like that. I don't enjoy it if I do. Yeah, I drink for leisurely purposes for enjoying with
0: me like i've never i've never thought that alcohol had any sort of addictive property to me well that's because you're not an
2: alcoholic right
0: like i don't know what that experience is like
2: i think it's called is it niacin oh i might be wrong about this but there is some kind of uh of chemical and alcohol that out that alcoholics process at a slower rate Mm-hmm. Um, so they don't perceive the signals of drunkenness in the same way mm. as other people. Like there there are physiological reasons. So in my entire life, like the first time I ever drank, I got blacked out drunk. It's like I I started drinking and I wanted to continue drinking and nothing in my brain was telling me to ever stop. And it's always been like that, whether or not I want to stop. So like we are physiologically different than non-alcoholics. It's not a matter of willpower because once you drink a few drinks, everybody's willpower is is diminished. It's the whole point of alcohol. Okay. All right. (laughs) I'll give you a last
0: word if you want it, man, or maybe we have a connection issue.
6: Yeah. Uh, Can you guys hear me? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Go for it. Now I would definitely say like after too many drinks, my, my judgment is of course skewed, but I wouldn't go any further than that.
2: I mean, you're, you don't sound like you're an alcoholic.
6: Well, right. I'm not. That's, yeah, that's- yeah.
2: I mean, but, but you don't understand
6: alcoholism. Okay, yeah, that's that's fair enough, I suppose.
0: <laughs> Enjoy your beers, man. Congratulations, yeah, really. and um, and all the best to you and your future wife.
6: All right, one quick thing I want to do, Uh blonde. I have a list of the movies for Matt. Me oh yeah like- shoot me an no, email blonde
0: yeah. has to do it okay. That's the rule. Okay,
2: i'm willing to take to take um like suggestions but they have to be only movies that i would have put on there anyway but right. i'll look at it
0: yeah you can't okay. outsource what? your labor on this you have to i'm not
2: list. going to right. i only have like uh, five movies on there right now
6: so. it's it's a long list so she has a lot to choose from but i thought it would be fun if we could get the community involved and maybe make a, a voting list no
0: what? So- but- no, well, no, no, this is not this up. is not democratic. I'm not. I am not watching the movie that the mob tells me to watch.
6: <laughs> I
2: know. No, this is getting too out of hand. He'll never watch any movies if this is not done correctly. I'll make it okay. right now.
0: Yeah, we got to protect individual a- rights here, dude. Come on.
2: I know. Have you seen Ter- the Terminator or any of them?
0: Uh, um, I don't think so. I've seen some Schwarzs. What's the term now? It's a jogger. I've seen some of jogger movies, but.
6: <gasps> if it makes you feel any better, they, these have been vetted by Jay Fry
0: for the most okay. part.
2: That makes me feel so much worse. I, okay. All <laughs> right. See All right. you, dude.
0: Thank you, man. Congrats again. Okay. Sugoi is up next. Sugoi, you there?
2: Total Hello. recall. Okay.
0: What's on your mind?
7: Um, I'll, I'll try to make it quick. I, I'll try not to be a spurg or anything or boring. Um, I'm just going to ask you guys. <laughs> Appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I notice a lot of people would call calling. They say some really autistic or spurgy shit.
0: So, <laughs> <laughs> You're entitled to your own assessment. Yeah. What's on your mind?
7: Um, I, I'm just going to ask you, but you guys, and and um, and it's gonna kind. It's of, it's gonna kind of sound a little bit spurgy, but I'm not going to say any racial slurs. But do you think, um. It's stupid if we unite with the communist to defeat yes. the ruling class. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes.
2: I will ally with literally anybody at this point in time.
7: In organized crime?
2: To defeat the ruling class, yeah, for sure.
0: But what's the difference between the communists and the ruling class? Other I than mean, like, power immediately hardcore, available.
7: I mean like actual hardcore communists that are not in power, you know, like
0: but that's the only Extreme. difference is they just don't hold power now. But if you help them to assume that power.
7: Well, here's the thing. We, we allied with them to destroy the ruling class. You know, the Jews, the capitalists, whatever you want to name them. Okay. And Careful. then we backstack okay. them. Sorry, Careful. sorry, sorry, sorry. Sorry, sorry. I'm so sorry. And then we back.
0: <laughs> Carry on.
2: Yeah, but there's this is a lot of. This is all defensive, by the way. There's a lot of overlap, if you know what I mean between some of the groups that you mentioned. So I'm not really sure how you square that circle. Don't make me be any more explicit than that. (laughs) Okay.
0: What? Okay. Uh, Okay. What? Okay. Let's let's assume that you do this. Let's assume that the current ruling class, the current powers that be are ousted and there's a new order installed. Um, Assuming that the communists have an open path to that power. How would this be an improvement?
7: I mean, it wouldn't like like I said, we we backstab them after we use them.
0: Well, what does that mean?
7: Mm, I, I I don't want to get spurgy. Just you know, get rid of them. <laughs> we yeah, by force, by force.
0: We use democratic methods to defeat them while respecting their rights. Uh, that sounds about right. Yeah. No,
7: I, I think democracy is overrated. Well, <laughs> we we
0: agree on that. I'm just trying to cover my Susan bases here
7: um i'm more in blondes cam i'm, ve- I'm re- very much a uh, reactionary <laughs> is that what i am uh i guess i mean i'm not trying to offend you no no what to, does
2: that really mean i've heard it used colloquially but i don't actually understand what it means
7: i don't know something uh, not of like of the norm like like a typical con- conservative like some neocon civic net, or something
2: okay understood no, I, I well, hear I, you. I have no moral scruples with allying with a comp- an absolute enemy to get what we need done.
0: I can't think of a worse enemy than commies, though. Like uh, that is the yeah. worst possible enemy.
2: Yeah, I'm with you.
0: So uh, I'd rather
2: uh, ally with Muslims. At least we have some something to agree on there.
0: Well, yeah. we can at least stop the women from driving. We can start there.
2: That too. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah.
7: All right. Yeah, that, that was about it. I don't. I don't want to waste more of your time.
0: Sure. Thank. Thank, thank you. you, man, and thank you for. Helping us navigate Susan's uh, threatening waters. We appreciate that.
7: Have a nice day. You as well.
2: Okay, put your movie list in the show notes.
0: Sweating bullets on stuff like that.
2: you say one a week?
0: (laughs) Yeah, I can do one a week. Um, All right, I
2: got got six weeks.
0: Okay, are they going to be in an order or do I get to pick from the list?
2: You can pick from the list except Terminator 1 and Terminator 2 should probably be seen in succession.
0: Okay. But I can agree to that.
2: Okay, great. They're at the end of the show notes.
0: Okay, so maybe yes. this week, Friday, or Saturday night, I can start on that. Um, it's a
2: lot of, um, you know, don't be expecting high-end special effects.
0: Well, but if you know my taste, you kind of know that the worse it is, if it's really bad, I kind of like that, you know?
2: Okay, then you'll yeah. definitely like the first Terminator, and Tremors for that matter.
0: yeah. Okay, all right, uh, Michigan expat, you there?
8: Good evening, Matt. Hello. Good evening. Good evening, blonde.
2: Hello. Hey
8: there. Uh, let's see here. Oh yes, Matt. Almost forgot. Um, I remember the you know story your wife was telling uh, last week. I was in. I just wanted to assure you. You know, she has my sympathies because uh, I mean, you know, it's never you know it's never fun being confronted by somebody, and it's never fun you know having to compete to uh you know cave to the mob so i just, I just want to make sure you know i got that in I, I, you are know, you I, talking I, about I the, the mask
0: it. story or yeah yeah yeah, the oh, mask story, yeah.
8: yeah. I, I, didn't, I didn't want to interrupt her but then you know but then you know time ran it ran out and mm-hmm. uh, i wasn't able to say that but uh anyway sure, sure. um let's see here got some uh hashtags for you and of course everyone else is free to use these and as a matter of fact i would encourage you to use them because it'll it'll uh surely uh, help me find your content but uh uh, the the uh, hashtag I've been using for uh, face diaper coverage is breathe freely. Okay. Uh, the hashtag I've been using for the uh, you know the syringe is keep hashtag keep that needle away from me. That's Anyone too wants long. To talk- <laughs> um, let's see here. The uh, hashtag I've been using for talking about secession is hashtag leave the Fed for dead. And <laughs> if you ever find any post. You ever, you ever find any post that wants to talk about you know white people being evil? The hashtag I've been using is hashtag We all bleed the same red blood. Hmm. Um, because yeah, I mean you know, dude, it's like you know we're all one human race. You know, man, it's you know why uh, why so you know why so division? Um, let's see here uh if you want to, yeah let's see if you want to talk about face diapers you know i uh i have a really short video on my own youtube channel i mean just look for michigan expat 522 i got the same sunset icon i'm a really short video more or less it's just to call attention to some articles i picked up uh i have about like maybe 6 maybe 7 articles more or less detailing a uh person who uh fell unconscious while driving while wearing a face diaper because they were you know depriving themselves of oxygen seriously yeah, just, I get, wow yeah, just i haven't heard just that imagine one. man yeah that was in new jersey just imagine man it's like someone's wearing a face diaper in their car all alone by themselves with their windows rolled up and they just come plowing into you one day because you know they're passing out so <laughs> ridiculous. Um, but yeah i uh because i searched you know i searched on google Um, cause yeah, I heard about, you know, the quote unquote face diaper auto accident. Basically I just put in, you know, face, you know, face mask, I guess, you know, face mask auto accident. I put that into Google and Google's predictive text really creeped me out. It said, this is well, okay. No, I think what I typed in was face masks don't work or something along that lines, but the predictive text, instead of, you know, uh, you know, following those words, what the predictive text said was this is an assumption so it's like they're actually reading the flipping stuff i'm typing in there seriously and yeah that's yeah i should have got i should have gotten a screenshot i should have gotten a screenshot but uh uh i didn't i didn't, I didn't have a uh, uh, screen capture software at the time but yeah it was effing creepy um and then <sighs> I, and then i uh punched that into duck duck go and i look i look for those uh face diaper auto accident articles and yeah just like i just pulled like the first six or seven of them Again, you can find that video on my uh, YouTube channel. Just uh, I think I called it "When Face Diapers Cause Auto Accidents." (laughs) I mean, like I said, it's it's a very Very short, thirty second, very short thirty second video, more or less, just to call attention to those articles. Um, You know, I I have screen captures in the video, and I have like links in the description. The whole point is to just look for the links in the description. Um, uh, so let's get let's uh, some talking points, okay.
0: So, we'll have to be quick here, but yeah, go sure, for sure, it.
8: Sure, sure, sure. But, um, okay. So here's, here's where I need your, what I need your opinion on when someone says that a face diaper is like wearing a seatbelt or that no face diaper, no service is the same thing as no shirt, no shoes, no service. I mean, how do I even begin counteracting that argument?
0: Hmm. Uh, the, the seatbelt thing, uh, I, I think is ridiculous for a number of ways, but I, I don't grant that the efficacy is the same or that the risk is the same. So we can start there. Um, as far as uh, what was the other? No shirt, no shoes, no service. Exactly. Yeah. Well, this this sort of thing, I'm actually fairly inclined to defend the, the uh, rights of the property owner. But this has become complicated, too, because we have seen. So if businesses want to make you wear a mask, I believe it is their mm-hmm. right to do that. But they must bear the business consequences for doing that. So if they lose business, if customers don't want to go in there, they can't be bailed out. And what's the the biggest problem of the last year is that we um, have all these major businesses adopt all these Corona rules. Yeah. And and um, and of course, that has business impacts. And then they get what they get a whole bunch of federal bailouts and uh, Mm. a whole bunch of different uh, benefits. So. On the principle, like, yeah, uh, run your business how you want, but. You must face the consequences for those decisions. Nobody else bails you out for that. Yeah,
8: yeah, yeah. Because I, I understand a lot. Of, a lot of places that are being, you know, bailed out. You know, gov- government subsidies. You know, whatever.
0: Yeah, and just uh, well, and uh, just the last year of um, giant stimulus packages to individuals to businesses. Uh, we've removed any and all responsibility on the part of the business owner or the individual to take care of themselves. And um, and we've enabled a lot of uh, people and businesses to make a lot of terrible decisions. There are still people who are making more money off unemployment than they would be working at their old job. That's how far we've gone. It pays more not to work. Like this is how broken the system has become. So, Yeah. um, yeah. Anyway, that's just my thoughts on that stuff. But
8: yeah, I mean, at the very least, you know. You know, government, uh, Governor McMaster of South Carolina, at the very least, I'm proud of him because, you know, he he said, you know, everyone's, you know, personal health and safety is their own responsibility. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I kind of, you know, dig his job, Jib.
0: Yeah. Well, thank you for the thoughts, man. Appreciate it.
8: Uh, can I get uh, one last word?
0: Um, We've we got to keep it moving, but thank you for the call. Appreciate okay. it. Okay. Talk thank you.
3: Yeah. Bye bye. Bye. we do for a break?
0: we are due for a break uh, I have to apologize to our viewers over on d live I forgot to open the feed of the chats over there and it's given me it's not giving me a feed of them just yet so if you sent in uh, a super chat during that first segment my apology because I do not have it in front of me but if that's you uh, thank you for supporting the show trovo same thing but I think we're good over there I forgot uh, I forgot to open these. At the start of the stream. So 100% my fault, guys. My apology for that. But thank you for supporting the show if you are. And I will be circling back to both of them later on.
2: Holden Mulray. Hi, truth seekers. Do either of you find it humorous and ironic that some of the folks who said in their youth don't trust anyone over 30 now say trust the experts? Thanks and God bless you both. Uh yeah, it's boomer nonsense. My mom is a different kind of boomer. I know she's watching different kind of
0: boomers. So. <laughs> she makes you clarify for her?
2: She is she is an atypical boomer. She's mm. annoying in other boomer like ways, but not the typical boomer like ways. Um, but yes. Uh yeah, I know it's it's really annoying. It's why would anybody trust the expert the experts at this point in time? They're not actually experts.
0: Fauci had a hell of an interview on Today show this morning with uh, Savannah Guthrie.
2: What? What did he say?
0: Um, It was about the new CDC guidance that if you're vaccinated, you don't have to wear a mask outside, but you still have to wear it in all sorts of indoor activities and nonsense. But this is what pissed me off. Savannah Guthrie is talking about how she follows the guidance no matter what. She says that she picks up her daughter at the bus stop but because the CDC says so, she doesn't wear a mask as an adult, but she makes her young daughter wear a mask on the walk home from why? the school bus because the CDC says so. And she's ask, asking Dr. Fauci why. And it's like, uh, pro tip, bitch, you can do what you want because you're that kid's mom. Who is that kid's parent? Dr. Yeah, Fauci Dr. or Fauci? you? And Dr. Fauci, <laughs> he's he's incoherent at this point, trying to explain These new rules, but I I couldn't believe what I was hearing. I'll probably want to talk about that one on Sunday. It was just
2: outrageous.
0: The guidance is outrageous, but I just can't believe that any parent would say, I do literally whatever the CDC tells me to with my kid.
2: Yeah,
3: I don't care what they
0: say. I don't care if it doesn't make any sense. I do it. If they say, put a bullet in my kid's head, God damn it, I'll do it tomorrow. That's really the (laughs) attitude that she brought to that conversation. But why, I mean, Dr. Fauci? Why would I shoot my daughter in the head? Yeah. I, I don't know, but you but you gotta do it to stop her from getting coronavirus. <laughs> and then Savannah Guthrie pulls the trigger. She
2: does it. I'm Right in that kid's mom. brain.
0: That's how that goes.
2: God, somebody in the chat just said, outlier, boomer lives matter. I should make my mom <laughs> that t-shirt.
0: Unpopular opinion, but
2: uh, true. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> Eric Burns, March Mountain Blonde, here's a small donation to your children's college funds. You can never start too early. Tulane already costs $61,000 a year. You, you think my kid is going to go to college? My daughter?
0: Mm. Um, I would I would have a lot of... Th- I say this as someone who still very much values my college experience, um, but I certainly wouldn't send my kid to college now by default.
2: No, things it, would have to change so drastically in higher education for it to be a worthwhile yeah. endeavor. Maybe if she was some kind of math genius and had no maternal instincts, I'd consider it. But like, what are we, what are we going to do with our kids? Be an underwater welder. If my son became
0: an underwater welder, that'd be pretty sweet. Make a ton of money. Yeah.
2: If they make a lot of money because it's very dangerous though. So that's why. Hmm. Um, Joe Bob, a couple of weeks old, but blonde, did you see Philly D crying about YouTube suppressing his video? Don't support it, obviously, but I'd be lying if I said I didn't enjoy watching him die by his own sword. No, but you told me about it and I forgot to watch it.
0: I have not seen that. The only thing I saw was Philly D going after Ben Shapiro on Twitter and I thought who would blonde hate more in this oh, fight?
2: I skipped a whole bunch of these. Okay. Oh. Um, a knee guard with an attitude
0: Check's watch. Bl- if you're listening later, that was a good bit. I like that. I'm stealing that.
2: Blonde, you'd be looking good with that straight hair in sheet. Wow. Thank you. Yeah. Mm. I chemically straightened it. where what do black people do with their hair?
9: Uh, Iron it or I thought, something. Well, then I mean, there's just
0: weaves, right? You can just do it that route.
2: It's get, get the weaves. Or what does she? What does she say? We need that our weaves.
0: A, yeah, that was a classic moment. The sister calling for peace. Don't burn our shit down. Cut. <laughs> go to the suburbs burn their shit down we need our weaves <laughs> <laughs> classic cnn moment that was 2016 Living history yeah uh
2: marshall francis i got a question for you guys what are your thoughts on bringing back but also revising voting tests to verify people's knowledge about the elections and people they'd be voting for great i'm fine with that
0: in general i think that we need voting systems that establish I don't know if knowledge is the problem, but, but skin in the game, some yeah. sort of something to protect. That is to say like voting, voting in my community here in Bozeman, I would prefer that it be people who say have property in the area, have some sort of stake in the area rather than a bunch of Californian jackass college have kids. A
2: penis.
0: <laughs> some people have certain views on such things. Sure. Um, but this the current system of, of a whole bunch of people moving here, living in an apartment uh, or a college dorm or something, not having built anything yet. And I don't say that with scorn. I was once one of them. I did that. I was and a college kid. we didn't know
2: anything at that point in time.
0: I was a college kid who voted for property tax increases and things like that because I'm a dumb idiot who thinks, oh, if I just vote for tax increases on the rich people, then everything will be better. What? My rent went up. I can't believe it. Oh, how did this happen? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I was one of those idiots. I don't necessarily blame them, but you got to have some kind of skin in the game. We got to establish that one way or another. I think there's some different ways to go about that, but I I would be in favor of it.
2: Yeah, me too. Um, the F and old guys, but we can get the vaccine, right? Blonde? I don't know. I would have to be like an 80 year old diabetic with hypertension to get the vaccine. Um, because, you know, my parents got coronavirus and they were fine. Hmm. But it was it was pretty hard on my dad. And if he was in a higher risk group than he is, I I don't know. I I would consider it. I I don't see any reason for people that don't have underlying conditions to be getting the vaccine or that aren't old.
0: I don't see any reason for a woman to be giving medical advice. But here you are.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That is fair. Killed by your own sword
0: right there. I know.
2: Hoisted on my own petard. Um, Ben Shapiro says, I'm an incredible douche. I see what you're doing here. Uh Cole, ben. instead of saying it's free just say hey you already paid for it might as well go ahead and get the jab before you have to pay for it a second time aka hmm. doses that are not used huh, hmm. interesting uh should we should we circle Mac?
0: yes uh let me read a couple on uh tippy stream we'll hop back into the colors both cephis says uh blonde and matt a nice white pill about a hundred parents crashed a school board meeting in Vail, Arizona to force them to drop the mask mandate. The I, saw. Board, I, I saw Ian Smith at the uh, Attila's gym in New Jersey post this video. So I retweeted it earlier. Of the today. hot mom. I didn't, I don't, I didn't see any hot mom, but I saw a mob of parents like enraged and taking over their school, which I enjoyed watching. Um, The school board ran off. As far as I understand, the school board resigned and they replaced them. That's what I saw reported, at least. I'm not 100% sure about that. Great. The the school board ran off. Screw 2024. We have to think local. Matt, grow a real beard or watch tremors. Well, the status of my beard situation is I look ridiculous, cleanly shaven, but it's not quite good enough to grow. Speaking of Ian Smith, I can't grow that full on like Taliban down to your- down to your belly button type thing. So I kind of have to be in this in-between stage all the time. And actually, what happened to me again on Friday, because I pretty much trim my beard at the same length all the time. Great story, I know. But you got to check that trimmer guard. And it happened to be on Friday. You do that first swipe and the guard's not in the right position. All of a sudden, you got a racing stripe under your chin. And I'm like, well, son of a bitch. So I had to trim it back down a little bit tighter than I normally would. So it's not perfectly proper at the moment either although perfectly proper proper for me is uh like c quality beard definitely not a butterfingers okay. i had uh i had a dream i was at the big party at uh, matt's i was at a this big party at matt's house he made this delicious pizza with dark blue sauce i kept uh helping myself to slice after slice but then i dropped a slice on his carpet it seems fountain pen ink is a great pizza topping oh i thought that was going somewhere
2: I thought it was going somewhere sexual. I was like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> thank you. We haven't had a good fountain pen reference in quite some time. Thank you for reviving the bit. Okay. Uh, let's hop back into the calls. And again, my apology to Trovo and D live. I will circle back to you guys in, uh, in uh, the next segment. And let's, uh, let's hop, hop back into the callers. All minus one. Um, I'll have to just circle back with you. He's up next. Uh, all minus one. You there. We'll let him hang out a um, second. Hey, we there. Yeah, man. What's on your mind?
5: Oh, well, not much. Uh, it was good seeing you uh, on your show the other week, Matt. Yeah, yeah that, that was, was kind of some... fun.
0: I, I, I have yeah, to confess, was... I didn't really understand the concept at first, but then we kind of got into it. I felt a little more comfortable.
5: Yeah, me too. I no, I was exactly there. I was very tired too, and I had to run because my wife and I have been doing birthing classes. So that's right. Uh, how
0: um, how far d- along is she now?
5: She's due uh, June 15th, so she's very oh, far along.
0: Yeah, you're there. Wow.
5: Home stretch. Yeah, man. Yeah, and congratulations again. I'm pretty sure I sent you a super chat at some point about that, but congratulations on your uh, little one coming.
0: And Just felt the first kicks the other day, the little first little flicky flutters. That was pretty cool.
5: Oh, that's, yeah. It gets more intense as they get bigger, obviously. I, I
0: can't believe it. I've seen videos where it looks like the kid is going to rip right yeah. out of that gut.
5: Yeah, the uterus is right up next to the, the muscle yeah. wall, so. Yeah. Um, but I, I did want to talk to you guys. Well, one, Rebecca, I know you've been really busy, but I am <laughs> going to get you back on my show, The Unjustice by the Means.
2: Oh, yes, I'm sorry. I mean, I'm finally it's home okay. now, so.
5: Well, not only have you been home, but you've been doing stuff, so I can understand that.
2: <laughs> <Okay>. Mostly barfing <laughs> and other stuff. It's not been great.
5: Oh, mostly barfing?
10: <laughs> I've had a rough week. You've weeks. been doing a lot of interviews.
5: But I wanted yeah. to bring up, aside from that, aside from giving you some crap about that, um, a big thing with us, of course, is scheduling, because I know you have your own stuff. But uh, did you guys hear where Hunter Biden is now uh, teaching in college <laughs> about fake news?
0: No way. What, you, I have not hear heard me? anything about this. What's this about?
5: Oh, look it up. Daily Mail. Daily okay. Mail. It's it just like Hunter, Hunter Biden professor. And he is lecturing about how the fake news works.
0: Hunter Biden will guest teach a class on fake news at Tulane in the fall. You're right. What? (laughs) Well, that I I would take that class for uh, the hookup from the professor. Like, you know, that he's uh, (laughs) you know, he can uh, provide you with some party resources. Let's put it that way.
5: Yes. The good stuff. The good stuff. Yeah. And so with that, that was released yesterday uh, by the Daily and today, Rudy Giuliani was
0: uh, you know, uh, the feds raided his apartment raided
11: by the Fed. yeah, yeah.
0: supposedly for I'm like ukraine lobbying friends. connections or whatever i don't even understand you can't i'm gonna assume that that's political and uh i think that's a fair assumption i i don't really believe that rudy giuliani is a criminal mastermind worthy of a federal yeah. raid but i guess we'll see where the evidence goes
5: well he's america's mayor he cleaned up the mafia in new york city he handled 9-11 rather well I'm not saying it was perfect but uh what are we doing here in a political situation as i was kind of alluding to on you show you have the wrong think you're just you're done you're done We're, they're going after everybody man it's crazy
0: yeah it would seem so uh so we'll, I haven't read up on the Rudy Giuliani situation pretty much at all, but perhaps we'll get into that on Sunday a little bit. Um, Hunter, why? Why? Like, who the hell's going to take this Hunter Biden class? And why would why would any university consider him qualified to teach anything other than like?
2: Okay, he is definitely going to get in trouble for having sex with a student. A thousand percent,
0: solid <laughs> prediction. Solid. Yeah, I could see it going. Yeah, probably.
9: Way.
5: Um. Well, they might, they might be too old for him. So um,
0: (laughs) he could teach, um, he could teach crack cocaine substitutes in the chemistry department. I think, uh, Parmesan cheese, that sort of stuff.
5: Right. I find it interesting that I know what the president's son's wang looks like. Um,
0: I, I cannot tell a lie. I do too. I saw the weird footy. Like I I just had to see it. I had to. And I, I saw it it.
5: It wasn't so much I had to see it. I went. It was on the laptop and all the laptop. Um, some of those things were Hunter's thing. So.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, Anyways,
5: guys.
2: I hadn't seen it, but.
0: You saw the you saw the foot service video. I, no, what?
2: I mean I'm watching it now. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh well, man! Someone needs to screenshot her face. It will not be available later. All right. Oh, <laughs> thank you, man, uh, and all the best to to you and your lovely wife and your forthcoming child.
5: Yes, sir. Thank you, and Rebecca. I will email you again. I understand that you don't look at emails, but <laughs> and Matt, I I will. Uh, would love to have you back on the show. I know you said the other week I sent you guys a super chat. You would, so I'll I'll schedule. Yeah, man.
0: Email sometime. me anytime.
5: Yeah, no worries. Y'all take care.
0: You as well. Thank you.
5: Bye.
0: Okay. El Vicero, Are you done? You've had enough. Do you have questions oh. about what you're seeing?
2: I was muted. Sorry.
0: Oh, what?
2: how long have I been muted for? My dog was barking.
0: Oh, uh, I didn't hear you until you started like after you started watching the Hunter video.
2: Oh, okay. Good. It wasn't that long. Do you have no, a summary I... uh,
0: a review?
2: That was gross. I wish I hadn't seen it.
0: All right. El Vicero, You there?
12: Yes, I am here. Uh, let me turn the volume on my computer up because for some reason,
13: uh,
0: Discord's what would quiet. You, uh, what would you like to change the subject to? We need, we need something fresh Anything,
12: here. please. Yeah, so so we can't talk about your soy beard?
0: I don't no. have a soy beard. Come
12: <laughs> on. I've got the full Taliban beard going right now, but no, I have something a little more cheerful. Um, draw <clears throat> hunting... Uh, draw results came out last week for New Mexico. Oh, cool. Yeah, and uh, I drew for deer and elk. Uh, I didn't draw for Gimsbach oryx, but I know five people who did, so I get to go on those hunts anyway. What?
10: What did you Gimsbach? just say?
12: Gemsbach oryx. They're
0: those weird, like they're they're almost African. They're like <laughs> they're not... antelope type things. I don't know how yeah, to they're... describe them. They got crazy horns, right?
12: Yeah. What are they? Yeah, well, they're I... not... They're not almost African. They were imported into New Mexico in the '60s by Game and Fish.
0: Oh, that's how that happened. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Well, then they are. Okay, I'm trying to
2: Google this. Am I? Did you say Jim Spock oryx?
12: Yes, G E M S B O K, and then second word is O R Y X.
2: That's not even close. I don't even want to tell you what I just typed in. Oh, these are in in America.
0: What are the rules? Let's say that your buddy draws one of those tags. I'm not a a hunter, obviously. Uh, Your buddy draws one of those tags. You can, what, tag along on the hunt, but you can't pull the trigger? Or how do the rules work?
12: Yeah, I mean, have as many people with you. Well, these are all off the, the White Sands Missile Range. So you can have as many friends come with you as you want. On the missile range, they limit you to three people.
0: Mm, but, but what if you shot, if your buddy has the tag, could you take the shot or is that not allowed?
12: Generally, no. Hmm. It could be allowed if the hunter was uh, mobility impaired, wounded it, and then I had to go chase it down with his rifle.
3: Hmm.
2: So, this is just that's, like big game hunting in America, although these don't look that big. Yeah. I don't
12: they're know how I about, feel about this. They're about 400 pounds on the hoof. Well, I love them because they're delicious.
2: Oh, so you eat it? Okay, that changes things. Oh,
12: yeah. Yeah, they are delicious. I've already killed three of them.
0: Wow. I didn't know they had elk so far south, too, and I, I've not oh, elk yeah. hunted, obviously, but I, of all the game meats that I've had, I, elk is my preference that, that, uh, that I've had.
12: Or, oryx is much better. Well, I shouldn't say much better, but I like Oryx better. Hmm. But hmm. My, my deer hunt might get a little spicy, though. Why is that? Because I drew my second choice which is right down on the U S Mexico border.
0: Okay. All right. Okay. So that's good. Yeah. Uh, you, uh, well, you might have a real defensive situation on your hands. Susan, let's well, put I it that do, way.
12: I do hunt with an AR 10 and, and yeah. I know somebody, somebody that when he was hunting down there did get harassed by some cartel types.
0: Oh, All really? right. And I wouldn't mess around with them. As I've said many times, the compilation of cartel violence that you sent me is the most disgusting video (laughs) I've ever seen in my entire life.
12: So, well, when they, when they were screwing around with him, they finally decided to leave him alone. When he put a 25 caliber hole in the mirror of their vehicle from like two or 300 yards.
0: (laughs) I guess that's one way to do it. Yeah. And what, uh, I mean, what's going to happen? Let's say that you got caught doing that. Would border patrol or the authorities go after you?
3: Probably.
12: Um,
0: Maybe these days. Know, I don't
12: know because they were brandishing AKs at him. So he was like, fuck okay. this. And <laughs> some of it down there, because it'll be right down in the boot heel of New Mexico. And where I'm hoping to catch the deer is within five miles of the north south section of the border where they cross in and out of Mexico. Okay. Um, some of that area is so remote that it's like, you know, I've, they probably wouldn't be found for six or twelve months, and even if I was worried about it, there's old abandoned mine shafts that are like 150 feet deep to drop them in. <laughs>
2: okay. this is so incriminating! Oh my god.
0: Well, defensively, Susan, it is. It is. It really is. Yeah.
12: Yeah. Yeah. When, when, when guys, they need to start selling tags really,
0: for those guys. Is what yeah, needs to happen. Seriously?
12: Yeah. <laughs> well, like I say, I do, I do hunt with an AR-10 that's set up for long range. So yeah. And my. My buddy that I drew with is going to probably bring his M1A. So I, I, I
2: think mm.
0: we're
12: good to go.
2: I don't know what any of this means. But I've all wanted, right. Well,
0: uh, cool, cool rifles. Put it that way. A larger caliber yeah. AR and, uh, you know, and uh, a 1960s era style rifle that I would love to have.
12: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it's it'll be fun. But yeah, if you're ever through New Mexico, I'll have to get you some Oryx sometime if I have any left.
0: Okay. Mm, but, yeah, that that'd be cool. Yeah. Well, it's, good it's good luck, man. That's that's really awesome. And uh, of course, stay safe. Like I, I that part of the country just danger wise would freak me out. So
12: yeah, really. I have, I have a 400 yard radius rule with cartel types down there.
0: Yeah, that's probably a good one. <sighs> Yikes! Thank you, man. Best of luck. You're
12: welcome. Catch you later.
0: Got time for at least one more before the top of the hour. I did want to say, uh, uh, looking on Twitter right now, of images of Biden's speech. I, I knew that it was invitation only and they weren't going to fill the what is it? They speak in the Senate chambers or the House chambers. I forget which one. Whatever chambers. Uh, I think the House chambers. Up. It's like a third. Maybe like a quarter occupied. It, it, really? It's like a Biden campaign stop from the campaign. Oh, yeah. There's, it it it, <laughs> it just carried on like it has the appearance of nobody gives a shit what this guy's saying. But yeah, I'm sure nobody does give a shit. What safety. Safety. Thank you for being responsible. Even though everyone in there is probably double vaccinated and they're all wearing masks. What do you have? What up front? It looks like John oh. Roberts by himself in a mask. Chuck Schumer. Uh, maybe that's Mitch McConnell over there. It's hard for me to tell. It's kind of Ooh. blurry, but you can't tell. They're all like so five ugly, seats though. apart. What what are we doing? Anyway. Maybe they're
2: just doing that to mask the uh, low turnout. Maybe. Have you seen Goodfellas?
0: Uh, Hello. No. What about
2: I, Groundhog Day?
0: Uh, maybe just put okay. them on the list, and I'll I'll, I'll evaluate. Anyway, uh, Hillary,
9: welcome. Hi, hi. Okay, Hillary. so like, um, so recently something happened to me, and it kind of made me think of a question for you, blonde. So, so you've got a family, right? A husband, wife, two kids, and the husband has been like watching CNN or whatever, and really thinks the vaccine works and wants his entire family to get the vaccine. And the wife is based and is like, no, the vaccine's stupid. How do you, like, what should the wife do here? Listen to her husband or not get the vaccine? Well, she obviously married
2: a huge pussy, so she's just going to have to deal with the fallout and take the reins in the family. I think that a woman has to put her foot down when in situations like that, like, I'm not for total submission at all times. Like, if your man is going to drive you off a cliff, like, you got to take the wheel.
9: Okay.
2: Did this just happen to you? I'm sorry if I called your husband a pussy. <laughs> no,
9: no, 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 um, no, <laughs>
0: Asking for a friend, right?
2: Yeah.
9: <laughs> well, okay, something similar, right? Because, um, like, I'm a, pretty much a kid. I'm 19, so I'm in the mm. kid's uh, Section, my dad and mom are divorced and he's my dad's like not been in our life for a long time. But recently he decided to make us an appointment for a vaccine and I was just really pissed at that. Wait, wait,
2: you're telling me that your dad abandoned the family and then swoops back in and tries to make you guys get vaccinated? Yes. What a fucker.
0: That's that's an uncommon story, I would assume
2: whatever like he has any right to tell you what you should or shouldn't be doing you needed him when you were a kid what is what is he doing like trying to make up for lost time or some shit what a douche
9: <laughs> no that like i was so pissed and so like this he he argues in a way that like you know where you cannot win with him because he'll just say your facts are wrong and provide no proof about it and there's like Nothing you can do about that, so I just didn't argue with him but but I did tell him to cancel the appointment, and he was like, "No, I want you to i'm going to keep arguing with you until you agree with the science it
0: was just, <laughs> what well, i mean he, he, what's he going to do you're you're an adult he can't yeah, he can't drag you in there or something i mean what what what's well, the purpose the of making an appointment on would. your behalf
2: no he can't he can't do that, and ask him if he knows the science on children that grow up with absentee fathers
0: that's that's a good scientific <laughs> point
9: yeah honestly he That's, wasn't great when he was there so i prefer that he's gone but like well, if it's my a, little it, brother he's 16 so the i'm an adult um argument doesn't work that well here well
0: but but i assume your dad and you can stop me if any of this is too personal i don't mean to prod but i find this to be a fascinating situation your your dad ha- does not have custody over your younger brother
9: well okay so he technically has shared custody with my mom, but he hasn't taken us, like, at all. So my mom's just been taking care of us.
0: Okay, so legally... So he just he
2: voluntarily h- doesn't see you guys?
9: Yeah. Oh.
0: But he's been so persuaded on the vaccine that that was the point of reentry. not, hey, I- I've had some sort of moment of clarity about being absent, and I want to make things right. It was the vaccine that did it. You didn't have some oh kind God. of reconnection prior to that?
9: Well, I mean, I've gone over to his house to see his baby because um, okay. I don't hate his new Does wife. Does he have
2: I- a new baby with a new wife that he fathers and pays attention to and stuff? Yeah. <laughs> Is she young, too? Is the mom young?
9: Yeah. Oh,
2: <laughs> oh my God. I hate well, this guy. Well,
0: what are you, what are your thoughts on this? I, I mean, what are your what are your general thoughts about your dad as is this someone you want to repair a relationship with or is do you what do you feel about the whole thing
9: well I just kind of decided to treat him like an uncle like he he doesn't um what's it called like I don't want him to be a father figure because he was never a very good father figure so I don't expect that from him and so he just um he is close close to our family because he's technically related but other than that we don't have any responsibility with
2: them yeah Mm. that's a bummer i'm sorry to hear that that must be hard
0: this all of this stuff i consider this sort of adjacent to if not exactly that but we've seen so many examples in recent years of people putting politics over their their most close relationships including family itself this seems kind of like that where i know the vaccine isn't purely political but it's kind of a political issue sort of in the same way masking and other things have become political issues I just I can't I can't believe that would be the link to reenter the life of his children that seems so strange to
2: oh me. I bet he feels so good about himself too like oh I'm saving my family from blah 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 from the disease from the virus I,
0: I, I honestly wouldn't consider this much different than if he re-entered your life to force you to vote Democrat or something yeah, like that seriously it, it's, it's a very bizarre thing to do
2: well i'm sorry to hear that that's a bummer
0: but uh, thank oh, you for good. thank you for sharing the story i know that um you know personal stories can be tough because it's just you know i don't know I, I appreciate that you're willing to to share that um with us in the audience man i haven't, I haven't heard something like that so I'm, I'm just a little bit shocked by it
9: well i didn't expect it to be that unique that's fun
0: can't say I've heard that story before, so I, I appreciated hearing it. And all the all the best to your family. I hope that you're able to navigate this uh, yeah, successfully.
9: Yeah, thanks. Sure, Bye. have a great night. You too. Man.
2: What a dick, God. That is... Uh, it's just the oldest story in the book. It's like, I'm going to have a second family with a young woman, and then I'm going to try to repair my relationship in some stupid way with the children that I abandoned.
0: That's one of those that's so out there that I... I have out re- there. This
2: shit happens all the time.
0: Well, re- uh, that general story of kind of abandoning a family and establishing a new one with a younger chick. I get that. What I'm saying is oh, like re-entering yeah. in a previously abandoned child or children's lives on the premise of the vaccine. I just, I, that's so out there to me that I feel like I have to hear dad's perspective. Like I have to be missing something. No, but he's maybe, probably just
2: a huge retard.
0: Maybe it is that simple. I don't know. Oh, we got to take a People are really break.
2: dumb, very, very dumb. Um, okay.
0: Let's see. We got Spud Ruckus over on D Live and uh, Deus X Mash in a Prime. Appreciate you guys. Thanks much. C two K over on Trovo says, and so it begins. The UK has just placed an order for sixty million Pfizer vaccines, not for now, but as boosters for this winter. If the jabs work so well, then why do people need boosters mere months later? They'll probably treat this. I- I'm I'm speculating. They'll treat this much like the flu vaccine where the variants will always have to be protected against. And we'll probably do this on something of an annual basis going forward. That's just my, I think a lot of this
2: dumb, why wouldn't you just voluntarily contract coronavirus at that point?
0: Well, uh, and maybe, maybe that I have no idea what the biology of this virus will bring. Will it be something like the flu where there's kind of a circulation of it annually and you never really, no vaccine is ever truly fully effective Um, You just have some some seasons that work better than others. And it's just that's the biological reality of the world that viruses are circulating and you do your best to protect against it. But what are you going to do? End your whole life over it? I don't know. Um,
2: They really have us over a barrel, don't they?
0: Well, and you've got at least half a society that loves submitting to this—they can't get enough. They have to post their vaccine selfies. They have to advertise that they're still wearing masks after getting the vaccine. And that's—I hate that... to
2: say it—and I can't even believe I'm saying this—but this has introduced a serious amount of doubt to a lot of vaccines for me.
0: I I don't uh... know. I, I don't know enough about vaccine efficacy. I, have I know not, I will
2: never get another flu vaccine ever again.
0: Well, I mean, I never have, and that's not because I'm. I was getting to flu it, vaccines. But I'm,
2: I'm not doing that again.
0: To me, when people talk about this anti-vax stuff, I need to know what they mean and what what someone means when they make that accusation. Because are you are you saying that you believe or don't believe that vaccines in general work or not? To me. I can't speak with expertise to that question. To me, what I'm talking about is the moral question of, do you have a right to stab someone with an inject a substance into them against their will? I think Clearly fundamentally, not. morally yeah. you don't. Um, and, and that that's a question independent of whether it works medically or not. Um, that, that's just my view on it. So I, I don't think that's anti-vax. I think that's pro individual liberty is, is all it is.
2: Yeah, I did think that the anti-vax movement was all tinfoil now, or before before now. So I'm kind of in a bind about what to do here. I'm just going to have to cho- make vac- vaccination decisions based on whether or not the disease is worse than the risk, and then the contraction well, every- of the disease too.
0: Yeah, and everyone should be entitled to that risk assessment. And if the vaccine is so effective. This is what I don't understand about the Fauci criticizing Joe Rogan and the rest. Well, you don't know if you'll pass the virus on. Right. But if the vaccine is incredibly effective, why does it matter if I pass the vaccine on and how would I, or pass the virus on? How would I do it if vaccinated people statistically are incapable of carrying or transmitting the virus it does happen in extremely rare cases but if you believe the numbers that are presented right now if you are vaccinated fully vaccinated double dose on moderna or pfizer or if you have the johnson and johnson vaccine you're not transmitting the virus that's not a thing that happens so I don't i just don't accept that i'm creating an unnecessary risk for you if you choose to get vaccinated that's what vaccination does fundamentally is it protects you from suffering infection and uh, fr- transmitting it if you were not to be vaccinated but I, I just i don't understand i can't understand the the argument that fauci's making on this or why yeah. joe rogan is wrong yeah. um, um, over on tippy stream real quick oh, josh sorry. and jesus says blonde i want to see you interview a life." A lifestyle dominatrix. I just wow. want to watch your facial expression as she answers your questions. <laughs> uh, yeah, Phil says. Uh, always got to be. Oh, this one's nice and clean from Phil. Thank you, Phil. Oh,
2: he's trying to pull one over on you.
0: Phil says, "Early congrats on five years of show. Uh, five years of shows. Here's to many more." That was very um polite of you. I appreciate it, Phil. I am
8: Pretty not going to be niggardly
2: it over there um yes david blackson i finally realized why so many people are attracted to libertarianism it's because they're naive ignorant and gullible
0: <laughs> well i i always got to stick up for libertarianism a why? little bit though it well it has a lot of faults but i think um it, it has to be paired with a certain moral character a certain moral fortitude the, all of the pitfalls of libertarianism believe most fundamentally that as long as i'm not hurting somebody else there is no Moral implication to what's going on, and of course there's, yeah, yeah, you can be wild. This is this is how my perspective has changed over time. Yeah. I used to think like I used to wonder, can you be immoral to yourself? Now I believe you absolutely can. There are, yeah, I mean, we just talked about alcoholism. Alcoholism mm-hmm. can be immoral to others if you crash your right. car and hit someone, right. but it's also wildly immoral to yourself in terms of your own caretaking of your own body and your own true potential. And yeah. that's where I think libertarianism has a lot of faults but i think libertarianism with a proper moral core uh, for the individual is actually great these aren't things that i think the government installs into people these are things that community church family have to install into people yeah but I there's a, there, there's no shortage of degeneracy in libertarians i'll grant that point point 100 percent
2: Yeah. um baby Emmeline, i'm the baddest baby in cda respect me punks she really is <laughs> she's a bad baby yeah uh Joe Bob, a couple weeks old, but blonde. Did you see Philly D? Oh, did I already read this one? I did. I I think I skipped some and came back. Um, Thank you, Joe. Uh, Muffhead says blonde. Would you consider doing a show with Robin about your views on Roman Catholicism and hers on Eastern Orthodoxy? Religion seems even more important lately. Yeah, we really should do that. We have been on hiatus on motherland because we've been having so many scheduling problems. So we'll have to get back to it. Um, Thank you. Muffhead. Uh, (laughs) Logan Orr. Um, part one on Monday, there will be a congressional hearing for the nine Marines killed in the in an AAV accident. With the help of the families, we're sending stories of other AAV accidents trying to bring accountability to the brass. If you have a story about an AAV accident, especially sinking with or without any casualties. Please email me. Um, O-R-R-L-J-L-2-9 at Gmail. Um, Hard Brothers.
0: Well, thank you for the, I have not heard anything about that, but I'll tell you what, just to make it simple for listeners and simple for, for you, why don't you, you, the listener, what was his name?
2: Uh, Logan or
0: Logan, why don't you send me an email and, and I'll direct listeners. If you have knowledge uh, or any sort of insight or any sort of experience or anything relevant to that hearing, you'd like to connect with Logan, just send me an email through the website, through the contact page. I can connect you guys and make that happen. So we don't get confused in typing out emails and stuff like that. And thank you, ma'am, good luck.
2: Um, we can circle back on the rest.
0: Okay, uh, let's hop into the calls for the last segment. Damien is up next, Damien, you there?
14: Hey, I'm here. Hi.
0: What's on your mind?
14: Uh, well, I wanted to follow up on a question that a previous caller has uh, brought up in okay. a few uh, weeks prior about how to protect the constitution in a newly seceded country, right? Like a mm. caller called in like um, a month or two ago. Uh, I wish I could credit their name, you know, and said, if we secede, how are we going to avoid just making the same mistakes again? Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and so Matt, you, I think have said, I think on that call, you said that like we should uh, more strongly enforce the oath, right? Like that's the, uh, it's uh, the only was, way I here. see
0: but if you have another well, idea, stay,
14: yeah, stay tuned, Matt ideas okay. are coming or okay. one big idea. I think the caller himself later called in and he had his idea about like this kind of like cascading system of electoral representation. Um, and, and the first thing that had occurred to me, like one idea that had occurred to me was uh, a gold standard, I think is important. So you can't just make up money and use it to sell votes. Um, but I think none of these things are really going to work long hmm. Uh, <laughs> because ultimately uh, what really matters is the, the will and the power of the people. Like this is even yeah. true if if you even had like a dictatorship or a monarchy or something, because the people can always revolt if their will is sufficiently contravened. So I don't think that really there's any safeguards you could ever hope to put in place that are going to protect your, your constitution or whatever, because like i say it really comes down to the will of the people that's yeah. the thing that, yeah. that matters most
0: well and i agree it always... if it doesn't if the if the appreciation for freedom and natural rights and minority rights and all of the things that we are are supposed to be protecting in this country if those don't live in the hearts of the people it's not going to be reflected in their government but that's the same reason we haven't been able to install uh successfully uh any sort of um any sort of similar system in the Middle East or other parts of the world that don't really want anything to do with that sort of system and appreciate authoritarianism much more. If people don't want it, it's not going to sustain.
14: Exactly. A hundred percent. So, and I I think speaking historically, um, there's a lot to be said for this theory as well, that it's really the nature of the people that uh, matters because when we look at America, we were very unique to be founded as a colonial nation, right? So mm-hmm. it, it wasn't just any random Europeans even who founded our country. It was Europeans who were uniquely, you know, innovative, courageous, ambitious, hardworking, and freedom loving. So these, these are the people who came over uh, from, from Europe and founded our country. And then to a large extent, I think those same characteristics Largely apply to later European immigrants who came as well. They were seeking a lot of those same things. So I think that's why I think that largely explains why America was able to rise uh, so strongly throughout you know the first two centuries of its existence or so, because we had this very unique people that was aligned with the vision for government that we had. And and so I think that that's the mistake that we made (laughs) is we started to say you know in 1865 and also, especially in the 1960s, we started to say, oh, it doesn't really matter, (laughs) you know, who, who our citizens are, we can start letting in uh, a different type of citizen who doesn't share these same values, and it'll probably be okay, our, our governments and our uh, Constitution will probably still be respected, right? Well, (laughs) the, uh, the history has shown that that is completely, (laughs) you know, that was, that was a silly hope for us to have, if that really was the uh, hope and that well, yeah, you could even go more decisions. cynically
0: beyond that. Maybe that was not the hope. Maybe the hope yeah. was destructive in intent. It, um, exactly.
14: But re- regardless of what the goals were uh, to me, that's really my answer to this question. What can we do to safeguard a seceded country to safeguard liberty and constitutional protections is we need to get the demographics, right? That's absolutely the key. And so yeah.
2: how does one I do, think do as, that though?
14: Well, that's the beauty of it. Blonde, is partially merely by the act of seceding, you're already you know halfway there because you know you've you've seceded off like a chunk of the country that already has these uh, you know you know unique genes for freedom loving and independence et cetera. Yeah, that's like true, like, but. So- it-
2: Controlling the border situation is going to be a virtual impossibility from a legal perspective. So I I don't know. I mean, I I rarely use the term secession because I just don't really see how we're going to be able to do this. Although legal man may have just infected me with his black pill. But I think he's right.
14: You think he's right about what I, I haven't heard. Legal man's. Take um, oh, you
2: a- should listen. You should listen to the quash. You totally be into it. Uh, you can find it on um, <laughs> Apple Podcast. Uh, legal man. He. I, I did an interview with him too, but he talks a lot. Of, he's a. He's a lawyer, and he talks a lot about the logistics, and um, the the legal ability that we have to secede in, in the conventional way, and how it's going to be a virtual impossibility. And he doesn't have a lot of suggestions for avenues forward. Um, so that's, I've, that's why I'm especially blackpilled because he's like one of the only podcasters that I listen to (laughs) all the time, every episode he releases, but I don't know. I mean, if it's possible, I'm open to hearing any ideas. I agree with you in the demographic front, we really wouldn't have to do very much, but how do you protect the borders? I mean, how?
14: Well, I mean, if you legitimately have a successful secession, I mean, you can protect the borders the same way that America should be protecting its borders now build a border wall set up you know surveillance cameras freaking drones yeah. run a bunch of atvs along the border i mean you can enforce a border like we, we can go to israel yeah. and ask them for lessons about how to do it hopefully <laughs> you know hopefully they'll be willing to teach us but you well know. God, people no, in idaho in would do that for tonight.
2: sport. i mean they're yeah, right exactly. the, israel israel exactly. does know how to protect their borders they're really good at it um i mean they're surrounded by people that hate their guts so what else are they supposed to do exactly, but,
14: uh, exactly. That's-
0: They've got a problem. As would sure. we be
14: surrounded by people who would hate our guts. <laughs> yeah, but there is, there is a hope to protect your borders, certainly. I think that's going to be the least of our problems. And the other thing is, um, once you get this seceded nation of freedom-loving people, then it's going to become mm-hmm. a virtuously reinforcing cycle. I mean, we're currently in this negative cycle, this vicious cycle, where we you know, support the reproduction of people who don't share our values, and we support the immigration of them. Whereas if you stop that and you go the other way, I mean, conservatives reproduce more than liberals. Yeah, so
2: that's true. You're
14: going you're gonna to get an even stronger effect over time. So it's, it's important yeah. because this discussion, I think, is very important because I think it shows that there is hope if you secede, if you can secede. And it's not an easy task, like you're saying. But if you can secede, I think that there is hope that, the, that we won't repeat the same mistakes because we will have a different people. And I think it's also equally important to discuss because if we do secede... We need to keep in mind this lesson and make sure this is this is, I think, the key mistake we need to not repeat to think that demographics don't matter.
2: No, I think you're right. Uh, before before we let you go, though, I do think that white people have kind of a a, a really sick tendency to extend goodwill to the undeserving. Uh, so I, I don't I don't know that, that we're going to be able to keep it together. Like we'd have to have some more hate in our hearts if we're
0: going to do this. <laughs> Hatetopia perhaps, like. coming soon. Yeah. Well, maybe
14: there are hearts. Maybe there is hate in the heart of those Idahoans who will be seceding. I think so. I I, I think there is. I think there is.
0: (laughs) All right. right. Thank you you for the thoughts, man. (laughs) Have a great night. Idahoans. That's uh, one of the more awkward. What is it? Denonym? Is that the term? You guys need a better Uh, one.
10: Yeah.
2: What is the phrase I'm trying to think of? It's something altruism. My brain does not work anymore.
0: Suicidal altruism.
2: Something of that nature, but that's
0: not yeah, self sabotage. I don't know. Um, Something like that. I even Artie made a video with this. Artie Tone, you're up if you're ready.
2: Hey, hey. lots you. of chicks tonight.
10: <laughs> yeah, well, and you guys haven't heard from me before, but I belong to Viking Jesus, who you might recognize.
0: Oh yeah, sure. Oh. Your mic's coming through really soft for me. Can you get it? Is there any way to get your volume up or speak mm. loudly?
10: Is that a little better? Oh, way better. No?
0: Now you're way too high. Let me. uh oh, all okay. Right. Way better, though. Thank okay.
10: you. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I was I was telling Viking Jesus the other day, you know, I better call in because I usually disagree with Blonde, but uh, this time I think she might be right about something. Okay. Is it about
2: the, the gay people not being <laughs> able to adopt children? I hope that's what it is.
10: Oh, no, it's not that. It's, it's <laughs> a vaccine thing. I hope that's okay. Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> so um, I caught wind of a, a scientist who has been pointing out... Um, and having trouble getting paid attention to, but uh, been pointing out uh, the possible counterintuitive fec- of counterintuitive effects of mass vaccination um, of particularly the kind of vaccine that we're using is not really designed to be used in such a big like population level way when we're in the middle of a pandemic, ah. which I thought was pretty interesting
2: because of herd immunity.
10: Um because uh it's likely to prompt uh the virus to adapt and escape the immunity that's induced by the virus ah. or by the vaccine, sorry. So it actually
0: prompts um, mutation is
10: well it'll it'll there'll be enough of a gap for mutations to arise that make the virus more and more um resistant to the immune response that's induced by the vaccine. Interesting. Um, It's kind of like if you're running a lab experiment to try to get a virus to be able to withstand like extreme conditions or something, what you would do is uh, like repeatedly expose it to those conditions so that any um, variation in the gene pool that is favorable will kind of be selected for. And then you just kind of keep doing that over and over. And with so many people who are going to be in this period of weak immunity, you know, between the doses and then for a couple of weeks after the second dose, um, it's likely to provide just that sort of laboratory experiment on, um, you know, on the scale of the whole population. Yeah. Um, Interesting. So. Well, that's. Yeah. Um, that's the a guy's argument. name is Gert von Wait, Garrett Vandenbosch, which is a great name. Mm, yeah. <laughs> it's uh, spelled G-E-E-R-T. If you want to look him up, you'll be able to find him. <clears throat>
2: okay, cool. Thank you so much. Yeah.
0: Any um, other thoughts from you before we let you go?
2: Is that Can that same argument be used to um, voluntarily infect people with coronavirus when you know you're corona positive? <laughs> asking for, I'm just asking for a friend.
9: That's
0: right.
10: right. <laughs> can it be used to justify voluntarily affecting, infecting someone, or purposely infecting someone with coronavirus? Yes.
0: Because... She licked a lot of doorknobs, is what she's saying. I did.
10: <laughs> well,
2: I just, I'm feeling kind of guilty because I knew that I probably had coronavirus and then I just like went about my business.
10: Oh, yeah. Um, no. <laughs> Damn. <so. laughs> All right. I'll just then have to live with again. myself. Yeah. <laughs> there we go again. Disagreeing, blonde. you and I. <laughs> <laughs> all right you have a good day Thanks. thank you for the you thoughts too. appreciate it yeah take care
0: okay lol Sanan is up next lol you there hello LOL. yeah what's on your mind
15: oh how's everything going tonight uh,
0: uh, It's it's been a fun one you know a lot of a lot of uh a lot of susan bait i would say <laughs> but we've uh I, we're hanging on
15: all right i didn't hear the last call so i'll have to watch uh, watch again. Um, she was not small- talking about the Jews. <laughs> Surprisingly. Um, uh, you, you, you mean our greatest ally. Um, <laughs> so two small clarifications I wanted to make th- from callers before. So hmm. when it, someone mentioned that Hunter Biden was lecturing, that's a guest lecture. Now they Oh good. So, so so rather oh, so- than like hosting a whole class, it means like he's there for 2 hours. Right. Let me like look at up- podium.
0: Let me revisit the Daily uh, Mail story I was looking at.
15: Yeah,
0: let's get the uh, yeah, let's get that's the not details big point here.
15: I want to make, make, make yeah. yeah. Uh, and the other thing is, so reaction—I've actually been interested in this term. Reaction is a very specific thing, so it means like it, it's like conservative plus. So like a conservative wants for Reagan, a, a, a reactionary would want for the era before Reagan, right? So, it, it, it's kind of strange it's rooted in world war ii ideology it's right. not super important hmm. so
0: you, and on the hunter biden right? thing by the way you're right it's a it's a 10-week course that has guest lecturers although the daily mail headline is sort of misleading it says uh president's son will guest teach a class on fake news at, on fake news at tulane university which implies like he's gonna Well,
15: that's it. just fake news
0: yeah but uh yeah so it'll it'll be Perfect. a lecture but I, I wonder if that one will be broadcast online i'd like to listen in
15: anyway I, i've kind of been fuming about a few different topics and i think i hope a that agrees with me on this is the conservative misunderstanding of how uh dr- drug and alcohol abuse and addiction works yeah i think uh like there's a lot. I, I don't think this is with the younger generation of conservatives, but there's a lot of older ethos conservatives where it's personal responsibility. Again, I don't disagree with this fundamentally, but it's personal responsibility. You're, it's all your fault. You're a degenerate. Where- yeah.
10: Yeah.
2: Especially with alcohol, too. Um, with heroin, I, I understand that more because there's personal responsibility in, in doing heroin the first time.
15: Uh, I would even. I would even, I can understand that in a sense, but even like people who are addicted to, who that, you That's the thing though,
2: yeah. People get it, get th- get it through more legitimate means. Like Jordan Peterson was addicted to benzos.
15: Uh, the, I was going to, I wouldn't use a term, this is a small but technical definition, differential definition that I like to use. I would say use the term dependent rather than addicted. Oh, okay. I mean.
0: What's, I, I, what's I, the I, actual, de- what's the technical difference? I, I don't know.
15: Well, one, one requires... Um a psychological urge to uh, so assume that he's not lying. I'll, I'll just say that. Yeah, but but it's, if
0: but I assume those are clinical terms, right? Addiction versus dependency. What's the? Uh,
15: yes, one is uh, the. Okay. The, the, this gets into different theories. This is not. I'm calling okay, bullshit
2: so. on this because if you have a physical dependence on something, then you also have developed a psychological dependence on it too.
15: I hmm. would disagree with that.
2: How how case. can you square that circle? Like how can you be? He was taking the benzos for anxiety. So how can you say I have a physical dependence on the benzos, but it has nothing to do with my emotional state when the emotional uh, state elicited the, the um, prescription initially? It doesn't make any sense to me. I think this is made up.
15: There, there, well, no, there's two things there. One, can you, with, do you desire to continually take it, and can you get off of it without gross... Um, alter, uh, like people die pretty frequently from withdrawal from opi- opiates, benzos, and alcohol, particularly. Well, you don't uh, die I'm from
2: not, opiate withdrawal, but you do die from you, benzo and alcohol.
15: You can die from opiate withdrawal. Can you? Um, yes. Oh. Uh, yeah. So the, the the this is a bit technical, but the idea is with opiates, ben this benzos and alcohol they basically slow everything down in your brain with. Um, so, so when you get off of them your system's recalibrated so everything's going haywire and you can die from typically a seizure or other major issues that, right. that, that's why you, you can virtually never overdose, not overdose you, you can't become physically dependent on things like coke or methamphetamine or various hallucinogens. but those three broad classes of drugs you can but anyway getting back to my main point Yeah,
0: we'll, we'll have to wrap this one up but if you have a final thought or two go for it
15: I, it, it's not like addiction is a failure of willpower it's a medical condition that society has done is garbage at treating especially nowadays yeah and, I agree with you and, and, and I mean I can understand from a religious perspective but if you're irreligious there's no good treatments at all so
0: hmm. I'm with well, you. Th- thank you for the thoughts appreciate it thank you have a good night Okay, we will take, uh, Casey. Dangerous spaces. Right, we'll get Casey on last call here, and then we'll hear from our, uh, our delightful Aussie screener, Dangerous Spaces, before we get to the email questions. Casey, you there?
11: Hey there, how are you? Hi, Casey. What's What's on your mind? Oh, well, um, did you hear from me both? My first call was a couple weeks ago with, um, uh, Matt and Matt's wife, Hmm. Um, but I'd like to reintroduce that kind of that subject. I was talking about. Um, remember, we were talking about that map of Greater Idaho and the counties in like well, Washington. Yeah, Oregon. yeah. So you know, well, I've also I thought about that quite considerably. And um, you know, even though I'm physically moved to to the Panhandle in North Idaho, there's also to an internal migration that's happening as well. You know, it's kind of like a um, uh, a spiritual migration or personal. You know, migration, it's like, you know, sometimes you have to be convicted to do positive things, you know, from yourself, no matter where you're at. So I just hmm. was thinking, you know, um, a lot of things personally that I've done to guide kind of, you know sprint, a marathon in my life of a lot of things and seeing, you know, what you guys are you doing to kind of, you know, keep that grade A level of, you know, living up, not just going the mundane day to day, you know, ch- you know, grind.
0: Yeah. Uh, for for me, it's focusing on building a new family, of course. like yeah. I, I, the, And that's honestly what keeps me sane in a really insane time. And I, I say that as someone who loves looking. I love watching politics, the show, even when it is an absolute disaster, uh, just everything burning down. I don't like to see that for people who are being yeah. victimized, of course. But I'm saying I, no matter how bad the show gets, I still enjoy the show. It's getting bad lately. That said, Um <laughs> No, none of that matters as much as building the best life for my wife and myself and our child and all of that, that has to come first and foremost. And so whenever I feel like the world is too crazy out there, sort of to speak uh, to what you're speaking to, take a step back, evaluate what you can do to improve our life in this situation and, and do that, you know, a weekend project um, uh, yeah. d- developing a new skill or just spending time together in a, in a, a total political void don't worry about that stuff for a second so that family is it for me
2: definitely i try to hang out with my friends a lot too and when i'm feeling like that i just try to get out and i always go to that one coffee shop
3: Mm. you know six dollar coffee
2: shop i do yeah yeah um there's this coffee shop that i just like to go to and no one ever wears a mask and people want to talk to you about their lives and and that's i think that's important i was living in communities before where I didn't know any of my neighbors and we had nothing in common and if, you know, shit went down, uh, it would just be me and my husband in this high-rise apartment and nobody would be there to help us and we didn't have any family nearby. And then we just changed our lives and now, you know, I know all of my neighbors and my parents live by me and, you know, I have all of my friends on my street and stuff like that and I see people in town all the time and it just makes life so different. It makes me feel like if things got really bad, like we would all be there for each other, so that's reassuring.
11: That's awesome. Well, that the the, the that coffee shop, the best time is Saturday morning. Oh yeah, um, they open they open that big gate up and all that spaces where the where the all the uh, the cushions and the sofas and stuff. It's super kid friendly there too. It's really oh yeah, cool. Saturday's-
2: all right. Yeah. Well, I guess, I guess so, I'll see you Saturday then.
11: Do you have a, <laughs> uh, do, do you have just, an answer to that on that concept real quick? Um, you know, cause for me personally, yeah. you know, I grew up in Michigan for 25 years and I've been the last 25 years in San Francisco and I got soft and like a lot of my Michigan roots are starting to come out up here. You know, I've met a Go. lot of really cool people. Um doing some like, you know, um, target shooting and, you know, talking about hunting elk and deer this fall with, you know, bow or rifle, you know, I've been, doing like guitar lessons, dance lessons, really a hundred percent effectively, you know, sprinting a marathon and putting myself out there. And it's not just about your, you know, where you're going to go or, you know, people are leaving urban centers, but it's also about what you need. No matter where you go, you got to take yourself with you, you know? Yeah.
0: Right. And that's, uh, yeah, yeah, it's admirable to want to take care of others, but if everybody focused on making the best version of themselves that they possibly can first, not exclusively, but first, that is the quickest path to the best world. Um, we can't have garbage lives for ourselves and expect to save the world for somebody else. That's I know that's uh, you know that's that's Jordan Peterson clean your clean your room talk, but it's true. Uh, it, it's yeah. absolutely true.
11: Totally. Yeah, absolutely. I'm glad you let me white pill Wednesday the final. <laughs> well, <laughs> no, thank you. We thank could you, use Casey. It. We appreciate it.
0: Yeah. Have a good night. bye
11: Bye. Love you. Bye.
0: love you too i don't know that we've had people sign off that way before but i'll take it
2: i know Uh, him though like irl
0: um oh you guys you guys actually do spend uh spend time together or what
2: yeah he recognized me um oh that's right he
0: told me yeah
2: yeah yeah so we hang out because he lives right next to me so
0: yeah well that's good um we Dangerous Spaces did pull in one more caller, but Dangerous we are tight spaces. on time. What do you think? Should we be nice and give a give our friend? I know a fat guy like 30 seconds.
2: Yeah. All right. Only because I like his name.
0: I know a fat guy. We're we're going to have to be really quick with time, unfortunately, but uh, we'll give you about 30 seconds if you want it.
1: OK, uh, first off, uh, Joe Biden promised to cure cancer again tonight.
0: Did he really?
1: Uh. I can't wait. Yeah. Uh, And the other thing, you know, like, basically, I wanted to talk about, and and like, I'll just get you things like we're running one of the most insane economics experiments of all
0: time.
10: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
1: And we're doing it with
0: countries with nuclear weapons. (laughs) Okay. So prospect for success, very low. (laughs)
1: <laughs> well, prospects versus this ass pretty row. If you were actually looking by the uh, CPI or the PPI, which came out like for the first quarter, we're looking at inflation rates according to the government <laughs> between six to fourteen percent.
0: So, should I buy gold or crypto or both?
1: Uh, uh, let, let's see here: guns, steel, and ammo. <laughs> yeah. I have some guns. <laughs> OK, because it doesn't really matter how many gu- how much gold you have if the other guy has a gun.
4: That's true. <laughs>
1: you got to
0: be able to defend it, no doubt. But I hope I have that covered. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so, yeah. well, thank you for the warning, man. I'm sorry to be brief with you, but we're we're tied up against the clock.
1: Oh, it was OK. I was having a pretty good conversation with Dangerous Spacious. And I was wondering if I was going to be the guy who got blue balls. If you've heard of that,
0: <laughs> I have heard of that. Um, <laughs> we wouldn't do that to you.
1: No. Uh, well no discord we 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 spend plenty of time betting on like who's gonna be the one who gets blue balls
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: all right well thank you man have it's a be uh, have dangerous a
2: spaces tonight
0: yeah well no he's okay. not either he's getting in thank you man um all right dangerous spaces gets last word uh dangerous space is gonna get the last word each and every month what
2: i just went into discord and somebody took up that picture of me watching the hunter biden video and then uh. photoshopped in a giant wiener
0: Oh no! Well, there you go. Probably asked for that one, but uh, what can you do anyway? Dangerous <laughs> Spaces gets the last word each and every month. You there?
13: Okay. Um, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm here. Um, so, given that, uh, you know what? Firstly, can I just do a, a quick bit of housekeeping because I've seen a lot of people ask about this. Sure. The show doesn't. The Colin show doesn't stay on YouTube, guys. So I have just put in. If you have a look, I've just put in the links for all the audio platforms. You can go back, you can listen on all the audio platforms to the show. Uh, Podbean is probably my biggest recommendation because it has them right back to the first show.
0: Oh, did the Pretty others limit there. how far back it goes? Podbean's where it's hosted. Um, yeah. But yes, if you're looking to find the call-in show after the fact, it's audio only. Um, and if you're looking for the audio feeds, they're all on my website, com slash podcast. You'll find them all there. So no matter where you might listen to podcast audio, you should be able to uh, find it there.
13: And I've just linked them in chat as well. People might need to scroll up to find them, but just, yeah, again, just a bit of housekeeping because I see people asking all the time in chat and in Discord. So yeah, yeah, um, and I, I know it's see. I
0: know I know it's confusing to new listeners as well. Um, and uh, so thank you for clarifying.
13: Yeah. Anyway, seeing as you're tight on time. Maybe we'll just do a quick uh, conversation about movies this week. Okay. <laughs> so blonde i'm gonna take a piss or something i have nothing to offer (laughs) well no no i just movies is a concept not specific okay okay. okay. so i know i know blonde has uh suggested tremors and matt this would have been a few years ago now um i suggested maybe you do like a movie club and just try to watch one every you know once a couple of weeks Mm -hmm. uh and then maybe have a quick chat about what your impressions of it was so and (laughs) the email i got back was quite a quite short and it's um in its tone in terms of well if you can figure out how i have the time to do that then you let
0: me (laughs) (laughs) yeah i probably did say something like that that sounds like that sounds like something i would say for sure
13: but i i'd just be curious is it just something that's never been the the sort of hobby of choice for you because for for myself um my housemate and i we go all the time we went and saw converse godzilla just recently I'm um, probably gonna be trying to go to a couple more uh this year. So
0: Well, I do actually miss seeing movies in theaters.
2: Oh, it was so fun.
0: I, I do love and I love going just see like a popcorn action movie, uh, you know, big big uh action scenes, big sound, popcorn, all that. That's great. I and I miss doing that. The theaters here's <clears throat> the theater here is still closed. So I haven't been to a movie in a theater for more than a year now. Um yeah. but but as far as um as far as why I don't consume a lot of movies generally, even at home, I think it's, I I wouldn't, uh, attention span is not the right word, but I, I just don't like to invest that much time in any one particular thing. Like I'm the sort of person where I kind of complete tasks in chunks or like take breaks here or do this. Like I'm kind of doing a few different things at once and Mm. sitting down for like an hour and a half or two hours and paying full attention to this thing that I'm watching. I can do it, obviously. It's just it just doesn't come naturally to me though. I feel like I got to take a break and get something else done and come back to it or whatever. I I do much better with TV shows. Like we we'll, we'll watch tons of TV series. Um but yeah. but just like 2-hour movies less frequently.
2: Just watch it in chunks.
0: Yeah, but then I don't
13: know. It's yeah, you never it's know quite, when it's, it's to pause. Bit, it's a bit difficult. Yeah. it's a bit difficult. It's not really the way movies are structured. They're literally mm. structured that you sit down and watch them as as a you know full thing. So once
0: I start though, I finish them. I don't ever, I I will never leave a movie in the theater. I don't care how crappy the movie is that I'm watching on TV. I finish movies. I do not walk away mid movie.
2: I got to put one yeah. on here for the wife, uh, clueless. I'll put that on here. I bet she's seen that though.
0: Maybe she has. Yeah. Um, and, and that's ironic is because because my wife used to work in special effects in Hollywood. So mm. movies are a big deal to her as far as her interest and as far as her prior career. Um, but we just, you know, I mean, movies are not, we watch some, but not, not a lot, obviously.
13: Yeah. Yeah. And with TV shows, I would recommend one, but you, you say you hate British humor. So I don't there's know no such tweet. thing
0: as a funny British person. That's they <laughs> <don't exist>.
13: seriously. <laughs> if you a TV show called in between us, Okay. Set in high school, it's like it's like basically the awkwardness of high school set an entire series. It is hilarious. All right. And I what about very, Peep Show? I haven't really watched much of Peep Show. Peep I, Show's I do hilarious. Know the Show hilarious. But yeah, Inbetweeners is cringe. If you don't mind cringe, which I think love you've it. said you like, you love should it. love it British humour. Then In Inbetweeners is basically a series of cringe. That's all it is.
0: Is it intentional basically. cringe or is it? Yeah accidental
13: no no it's intentional like i see i prefer accidental (laughs) i prefer
0: trying to make good and failing that's what i prefer
13: um yeah no it's it's written (laughs) as intentional cringe but the the characters are not intentionally being cringy gotcha if that makes sense
0: all right okay well Add it to the list, maybe. Blonde has to make the list, and I will start watching. I did. And I made it. That's the rules: you got to
13: share. It with keep, me, in mind with, keep in mind with that one, it's like twenty minute episodes, and there's only like six per season or so. There's not that many. Mm-hmm. Being it's British, a
2: movie so. list. Now you get out of here, dangerous spaces.
13: Oh, come on.
2: <laughs> oh, okay.
13: <laughs>
0: any anything before we let you go?
13: Uh no, I think that's probably it. So just um, yeah, again for guys, just go check out the audio platforms. I'll I'll post them again. So and um yeah, you can listen back to the show once it's, uh, once it's done. So, well, thank
0: you. Thanks for all you're doing for the show production and just, uh, helping people through the process. People really appreciate it. And so do we,
13: we do. I hope you guys have a good one. Talk to you you uh, next couple of weeks.
0: Sounds good. You as well. Okay. Okay, that'll do it on callers for the night. Thank you guys for uh, hanging out with us and your patience. Um, If you are having trouble getting into the live room or you'd like to participate in the show, but you can't do it live, you can, of course, send us an email question. I forgot to mention at the top of the show, but if you'd like to send us an email question, to read and respond to at the end of the show the one and only place to do that is through the contact page on my website that's matt contact there is a uh, call-in show question form there and we'll respond to those each and every week as we will right now since we have kind of a i guess it's not a huge i mean it's a, it's a big volume because we have questions left over from last week although i think we can get through this pretty efficiently so as we had to do the last time this was the case, why don't we stick with the rule of we'll read the question. Each of us gets one response. No okay. rebuttals. We'll okay. We'll go with that.
2: Are there any questions about circumcision or the Jews? Before or spanking. Get into the... Okay. All right. Fine. I agree.
0: <laughs> okay. Jared says, is there agreement in your marriages about how the toilet paper should be loaded on the roller? If not, how have you settled the matter this has been a non-issue in my marriage as we have a poorly behaved cat who will shred any TP left on the roller, but leaves it alone if uh, it's on the back of the toilet sink or uh, back of the toilet or the sink counter. Uh, n- for me, no, uh, it's never been no. an issue. And actually, up until recently, we had separate bathrooms, which was the dream. But now oh, we've yeah. moved some stuff around the house. And It's not that sharing a bathroom is a big problem, but... Um, I I think separate bathrooms is fantastic if such things are achievable. Just my personal view.
2: No, I'm with you. And I also, I don't care about this. I know people have strong opinions about it. I have never cared. And when you get married, you learn how to choose your battles. Like, I have Mm -hmm. never once complained about anybody leaving the toilet seat up in this house because it's just not something I want to fight about.
0: I get that. Also, we have an electric
2: toilet that the seat closes when you
0: oh my rooms. god I didn't even know such things exist
2: it was it was here when we moved it it's amazing it's like a Japanese toilet with a bidet and a heated dryer on that's it that's
0: way too advanced man I don't I don't like that stuff that's I'm too telling far. you
2: it'll change your life I don't know I I never would have bought one it was in this house when we moved in and let me tell you it's been amazing anyway so we leave the room and the toilet goes down so it probably wow. wouldn't have been a problem anyway
0: it's yeah. got like a sensor system on it or what yes crazy huh. I know Okay, uh, Jordan's up next.
2: <laughs> well, only one comment, or I mean, you mean a discussion about a heated toilet? Uh, Jordan yeah. the Ghost Baby says, you're both against abortion, only more so now that you each have had or are having kids of your own, but how much? If you could be the God King and snap your fingers to make a new law, I imagine you would outlaw abortion, but would you consider the shout your abortion crowd or those who advocate for abortion to be committing incitement? After hmm. all, it's a life and they want to end it even if they do not believe it is one. I mean, people always go to the extreme examples of abortion, but there is some validity to that argument. Um, what if you find out that your baby has trisomy 18 and there's a 99.9% chance that they're going to die uh, right after birth or and you'll have to have a stillbirth. If that woman wants to have an abortion, uh, I am in no position to tell her that she is a bad person. I'm, I'm in no I, position I, I would to still have that. some
0: issues with deciding what lives are worth yeah, fighting but for, worth uh, preserving. I think that, that all sort of lives
2: thing. really do matter. I, I I really believe that, but you have to take into account, and we shouldn't be making broad abortion decisions based on these these very very small percentage. The vast majority of b- of abortion, even late term abortion, are, are is elective because of financial reasons or uh, sexual irresponsibility. And I'm talking into the 99th percent. Yeah. Like these these situations that we're talking about, incredibly rare. I cannot tell a woman who just found out in the second trimester that her baby has trisomy and that it's going to die after birth. I can't tell her that she should carry that birth to term. I can't tell her that she's a bad person for terminating that pregnancy. Well, that being said. I don't think that you can apply that argument to uh, to elective abortions.
0: Yeah, we're still picking around the edges there, and I, I don't yeah, know that I fully yeah. agree with that. But but that's I think that we would agree broadly. So as far as the politics of this, I've I've come to a essentially a a pro-life perspective because i can't give you a moral argument i can't give you a moral distinction for terminating that life in the womb how that's any different from terminating the life of your neighbor next door to the extent that they are both biologically distinct human beings and so that is a question of how do you apply justice to that um first of all that's not a federal issue roe v wade is a garbage decision that has no constitutional basis it needs to be done away with immediately and this should be returned to the (laughs) states and if it's in my state that I'm making such a law, um, yeah. I, 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 if I was voting on a law in my state today, I can't give you any reason why I would treat an elective abortion uh, of a child any differently than I would treat the killing of an of another person. That's yeah. that's the way I've come around to this, and it's sort of surprising because I, I had cons- previously considered myself a pro-choice person, and after thinking about it, I can't sit here and honestly tell you, well, it's okay if you do it. Before 20 weeks, but not okay after. Well, that's just that's my own arbitrary, arbitrary nonsense yeah. decision. So so that's that's my own perspective. Um, if I was voting today in my state to change the law, I'd probably be pretty restrictive on such a thing. Okay. Um, and I think that's for a principled reason that life has value and you don't end life for recreational reasons. Um, and that I have to but maintain that perspective. there would have to be
2: a discussion about what lives matter. I, I mean... Yes. When I mean, you would have to draw that line from a legal perspective,
0: the moral universe, in my view, depends on human life having value and purpose. If we erase that, I think not only is an injustice committed against that individual life, our entire moral framework falls apart. So I really no, have I, to stand I agree on with you.
2: But there would have to be some some reasons to terminate a pregnancy.
0: Oh, 100 percent. Then they'd have to be very restricted. I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm just that, saying
2: at some point somebody would have to make a decision that somebody else would view as arbitrary in uh, terms p- in terms of pregnancy termination.
0: Potentially. I mean, um,
2: even even some people would say that in the event that it kills the mother, that that would not be a legitimate reason for for a pregnancy termination.
0: Yeah. That, there's a. There's a. These are the gray areas that the states need to iron out.
2: But, you know? but people don't seem to understand that this is such a small percentage of abortions.
0: Yeah. You know. Um. To the second question, would I consider someone advocating a view different from mine incitement? No, I wouldn't. Unless you were saying, hey, that lady's pregnant belly over there, someone go stab it. You have a right to say, I think our murder laws are way too strict. People should yeah. be able to murder freely. Right. That's That's very broad. That's advocacy in a general sense. You might consider it morally wrong and i would but to me that's still speech that's protected because it lacks the imminence of the incitement standard incitement has to be a a specific crime likely to happen and could happen imminently if you're just talking about how you view abortion generally that's not that doesn't meet the incitement definition in in my view okay uh sorry i I broke my own rule already that's because it was a good question Yeah. yeah Chris in New Mexico says in a recent episode of the podcast Sam Harris of his podcast Sam Harris spoke with uh, Rainier Gracie sorry if I'm mispronouncing one of the founders and avid proponents of Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu Gracie believes every cop in the country should learn Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu because it would cut down on use of force what are what are your serious thoughts note that uh, Marietta Georgia Police Department implemented this and saved money now Georgia's looking into implementing it statewide So we're going to well, if you're hmm.
2: kicking somebody's ass with Brazilian jujitsu, I I fail to see how that is a less violent or forceful tactic than like using a taser. I mean, fine if it's working for them, but do I think that it's going to be, I don't know. I'm going to have to read some studies.
0: I don't know enough about this, but I, there's two ways to look at this. Do I think that it's a substitute for lethal force? No, it's not. They need to carry guns in the case that they need them. Um, Do I think that in general police, forces should be physically fit and able to apprehend, uh, criminals. A hundred percent. I don't know anything about this particular combat method, but I it have seen
2: gayest of all combat methods.
0: <laughs> I don't know, but I have seen my fair share of, of, uh, dash cam body cam videos where police are woefully out of shape too. I think that's the other side of this. I do think there's an argument to be made that, that maybe this is a, a an appropriate use of force or, or a force option in certain cases, but anything we could do to make sure that police officers are appropriately physically fit, I think would also be beneficial, even if it doesn't mean that you're going to like roundhouse kick a guy to detain him or something.
2: I wish they were roadhouse.
0: Is it roundhouse or roadhouse?
2: It's roundhouse.
0: Okay. Make sure I get it right.
2: So mean. My face is so mean. Um, okay. Okay. This is JT. This is so long. Why did I let this get past? It was last week when I was feeling charitable.
0: You son of a bitch, JT. You son
2: of a bitch, JT. Uh, hi, blonde. Hi, Matt. Matt, congratulations. You're going to be a good dad blonde. You're absolutely gorgeous and a wise woman for someone so young. That's why I let it go through. <laughs> there you go. My question is for you. Re- oh, another reason. Uh, recently, I noticed two popular well-liked friends of this show with the same first name have gotten some horrible... Pl- that is so specific
0: carry on um i'm not commenting on that but okay
2: uh horrible plastic surgery done on their face the younger is all of 25 was super pretty has an am- amazing figure and height why did she butcher her pretty face to look like a blow up doll something i'll never figure out another one i could have sworn was 22 but she's in her 30s according to google um again a good looking woman who fucked up her face need- needlessly why do women do this Uh, Do women's self-worth limit only to their looks? No wonder Hollywood actresses pop stars spiral out of control sooner rather than later. Um, What should I do as a father to build my daughter's self-esteem and self-worth in this plastic fucked up world? Okay, something I will say as a person who has gotten a lot of Botox and facial fillers in my 20s, but have nothing done now. This is what I look like. Um, Botox and facial fillers, which are what most people are doing are 100% reversible. They just go away. They just go. Botox Mm. is gone from your body after three months and Juvederm, which is what most people are putting in their lips and their face. That's gone after seven to eight months and it just, it just goes away. So So it's different from a
0: plastic surgery.
2: Yeah. Chances are these women, even if they temporarily – like I know a lot of people that have gotten lip fillers. I've never done that. But they look really fucked up. And then they'll they'll just go back to normal eventually. So it's possible that these women haven't done any permanent damage on their face. Um, The reason women did it, I think that they are desperately afraid of losing their beauty because it's their primary way to interact with the world. And it is how people value women. Like I love hearing this argument from men. Like, why I can't understand why women want to be sexual objects to men. Oh, I'm going to be nice to this girl. Cause I want to fuck her. It's like, well, what do you,
0: well, I, you I think? get that. I a hundred percent get that from a male perspective. I can tell you that there is nothing you can do artificially to make you to increase your attractiveness more than simply taking care of yourself does. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That includes makeup. That includes surgery. That includes all of those things. And, I mean, I've I've seen this countless times before. Like, you ever see people who come in and out of your life and maybe in a past life they were kind of, or past part of their life they were maybe overweight or they weren't taking good care of themselves. You see them five, six years later. Maybe they've totally switched around you're like, Jesus Christ, you look like a different person. You look incredibly good. There is almost, male or female, there's almost nobody who is flat out unattractive if they take good care of themselves almost nobody
2: uh, that's not true some people have really bad genes
0: sometimes so there I don't are know, t- I think some most people, people are, are naturally
2: ugly just naturally ugly.
0: I, I don't I actually disagree if they're taking care of themselves to the fullest extent I think people who keep themselves fit and in good health almost always I'm not saying obviously some are more than others but I think that everybody is perfectly capable of, of finding a spouse and finding self-satisfaction much more so by taking care of themselves than by painting their face or cutting up their face or anything like that.
2: Women are also sensitive to criticism, especially women that are online. So, you know, and I, I will say one more thing about this, even though I, I'm breaking my own rule, but yeah. you did it in the previous one. So yeah. okay. So what happens is you focus on your own face so much and you like you're like, okay, I have fine lines and dark circles. And so you get that fixed, and then you start focusing on something else. Yeah. And then before you know it, you've things have gotten totally out of hand because of these tiny incremental changes. Yeah. Uh, And then you look at, and then I look at some of my past videos, and I'm like, "Botox to shit! You can't! I'm so shiny! You can't see a single line on my face." But I thought I was just like fixing these little things, you know? But I just look unrecognizable. And I honestly think now that I look better, although that might be a cope because I'm 33 and I had a baby, so (laughs) that seems impossible. But you know, you can go too far just by making small changes
0: yeah a hundred percent
2: okay this is jason or did i just read that long ass one
0: yeah Yeah, okay so i got jason does any state want to annex minneapolis we don't want this fucking city anymore and when 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 is civil war two and where do i sign up i can't stand this stupid state anymore need to convince the wife to move to idaho Um, no
2: i mean nobody wants minneapolis but annexing it
0: it's such a shame. I mean, I I feel the same way about that city as I do about Portland and Seattle and other places that I've spent time less. So Seattle, but all very beautiful cities that were once great, all, all places I would have loved to live. And now it's like, I, I don't know that I'll ever go back. Why would I, I first of all, a lot of things are being ruined, but second of all, can I be confident that my wife and family will be safe? If I'm walking around uh, freely, no. you know, you never know. Like I can't, State of Minnesota says I can't carry at the Mall of America. What happens if uh, that crazy guy comes over and chucks my kid off the edge?
2: Yeah, the, the kid chucker, the yeah. jogging chucker.
0: <laughs> I think he's in jail for a while. I can't remember. Um, and the, yeah, the answer is nobody wants that city in the same way nobody nobody wants Portland, nobody wants Seattle, other than the revolutionaries who have effectively taken it over. And I say yeah. that not with glee. I say that with regret because I I think all of those places are are formerly great. And I, I hope that they're restored.
2: This is from Frere von Kresenstein. Given the results of the trial, the riots that followed in Nancy Pelosi telling me to honor Fentanyl Floyd, what dimension of hell have we entered? Police doing their job gets them jail time. What happens to us when the joggers come to our neighborhoods and we defend them? Uh, what can we do to turn this country around? You turn this country around by letting it destroy itself.
0: <laughs> and finding good neighbors.
2: And finding your um, neighbors,
0: yeah. You you make sure that if that sort of stuff were to come to your neighborhood, that you have neighbors that you're in communication with, and that are prepared, and that have a good plan. Um, and ideally, it'll never come to that. That said, uh, that's kind of what Kyle Rittenhouse was trying to do in Kenosha. Now, I understand he didn't live in Kenosha, yeah, but he worked there. I mean, and it's not far from where he lived in Illinois. Um, and th- that's the other side of that coin. If you were to defend your community from ongoing riots in the way that he was, or look at the McCloskey's in uh, St. Louis being prosecuted yeah. merely for holding guns. Now I granted th- yeah. they, they pointed to, but yeah, you have a roaming mob going through your neighborhood, threatening you with guns of their own. I think, I think that all the, the best that we can do is form tight knit local communities that are prepared and, you uh, you just make sure that if trouble ever comes to your neighborhood that um that you're prepared to deal with that in the moment and you're and you'll face the legal consequences down the line what's the old saying it's better to be judged by 12 than carried by six you kind of have to operate by that philosophy even if i agree judged by 12 is totally unjust
2: this poor cop god um hold on i'm highlighting the names did you just read that one
0: uh I think I'm up next, right? Incompetent hand, or Yeah, I'm oh, yeah, up next yeah. with incompetent hands. We thought the media would have a field day with incels and toxic masculinity if a dude shot women out of sexual guilt. But now we are given this anti-Asian hate crime because Trump said China virus a year ago. Bullshit. Is this mandated racial division or are certain progressive narratives crumbling under the weight of reality? Uh, not only was it not racial, whites don't hate Asians, or am I a logic key in a clown world door. Well, they might be that last part. Um,
2: Yeah. I mean, some of these leftist narratives are inevitably have to crumble on themselves. My favorite of which is introducing transgenderism into the feminist community and then watching it destroy women's sports.
0: Dude, they were, so we're passing a law on that in Montana right now. You got female high school and college athletes protesting at the state Capitol to allow dudes to compete against them because it's transphobic not to. Okay, ladies.
2: Okay. Have at right. it. Enjoy. I uh, know there should be more of this and we should be encouraging this narrative collapse wherever we can. I think that we're doing ourselves a real disservice when we fight against these things. We should be out there trying to get trannies into ballet and whatever the fuck else. Women's gymnastics and I don't know, sports of all kinds. Track and fields. Track and field. Yeah. yeah. I finally got that shirt that said sports are dumb. I'm going to wear it all the time. Oh
0: yeah. I forgot to, to the, if you're the listener who sent me the t-shirts, I had forgotten to send blonde her t-shirts, but I finally did. And there was one in there They're that was, so a, there's great. a repeal the 19th t-shirt in there. I thought I wear was that all the too. time too. Yeah.
2: And then there's one that says, um, you think I'm not late lady? Like, why don't you suck my motherfucking dick? <laughs> <Some> I don't <laughs> think I'm going to wear that one as much. It's a little in it's, your face.
0: It's pretty aggressive. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, I, I, and I think that a lot of these narratives, I don't think that, I think the people who push them, honest. I don't think honestly believe them. I think that they push them because they are highly effective in creating division. Some of them creating, believe them. Maybe some do, but I think the architects of these narratives, I believe, I, I know it's cynical, but I just, I think that they want to push conflicts. They want to push division. They want to push people to hate each other. And so they push that sort of stuff because it's useful to, Create chaos, maintain power, assume power. The more crises there are, the more power you can accumulate. So yeah. just just spin up as many uh, different crises crises as you can. Yeah. McMonahan's up next. Uh,
2: do you think it's possible that branches of law enforcement will collectively start opposing the politicians and organizations that have been throwing them under the bus? Does that mean total anarchy or a power shift? Do you mean like... Cops um, opposing, well, that's exactly what it says. Like cops opposing politicians, like like anti-police politicians. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, I, uh,
0: I, I would prepare. I think every person should be prepared to handle their own emergency that presents presents itself. I can't remember who dis who described it this way but i heard someone describe police forces as custodians basically they show up to clean up messes most of the time it's not common that they actually intervene in active crimes though it does happen so just in general even if the relationship with police is great and police forces are operating in tip-top shape most of the time you have to protect yourself first and last so everyone should be prepared to do that but i think especially in these times uh Assume that your 911 call is not going to produce a prompt response. Um, You should do that every day, but you should especially do that now. And I don't. um, I have a lot of admiration for police officers in their proper role, defending and securing the rights of the people. I know we've had some deviation from that in the past year, like arresting moms at the jungle gym and things like that. (laughs) That's
2: right. I forgot about that.
0: But when you're protecting the rights of the people, the proper fundamental constitutional role, that's a job that I. I don't know that I would have the courage or capability to do. I have a lot of admiration for that. Um, but I, I I don't blame a single police officer who sees what's going on right now and says, Nope, not putting my family through that. I'll go do something else. I yeah. am not going to get shot in cold blood myself. I am not going to have my house burned down or my family threatened. If I have to intervene in a crime, I wouldn't want anything to do with it. I wouldn't do it for a million dollars. I don't blame a single police officer who leaves the force. And I think you'll see plenty. Yep. Me too. Witwat says Wint. as much as I don't like the Chauvin verdict, we, as in conservatives have said, let the case go to court. And if he's guilty, he's guilty. I struggle with this, but I feel like I have to uphold this standard. Is it hypocritical for us complaining about the verdict? When we know if the verdict went in our favor, we'd be telling leftists that the system worked and the the way it was designed. And at what point should conservatives not rely on the courts? Well, I, d- I do actually think that that is what we're doing. I, I would never say to anybody, listen, if, if Chauvin is acquitted, don't do your podcast show and say why he's guilty. I mean, you're perfectly entitled to use your own speech to respond to the outcome of the case. Chauvin is perfectly entitled to appeal the decision. Uh, what you're not entitled to do is burn down other people's property and threaten them if you don't like the outcome. So I don't think it's hypocritical at all. I think it's only hypocritical if you're out there violating the rights of other people because you didn't like the outcome of the justice system. And if we believe that justice was improperly applied here, technically, this is a Minnesota state issue. But if you're in Minnesota and you think that's the case, um, there's got to be all sorts of reform opportunities in Minnesota. Maybe you think uh, you have to do some kind of mandatory sequestration of the jury or you have to relocate cases. I don't know how you objectively measure high profile case or not, but you get what I'm saying. If you think justice, if you think the law was followed, but justice was not achieved in Minnesota, those laws are changeable and you can do that and people should. You just don't get to burn other people or attack them or do what we saw last summer in response to the George Floyd incident itself.
2: At a certain point, you do, though. I mean, we're, well, we're being handed a situation where we can where we're law abiding people have no options, they have no options. Even the thing about the black community is they're not typically law abiding so we can't apply the situation that they're having with the situation we're having well, we're having legitimate problems with working within the confines of our legal system not, at not what point all. should conservatives not rely on courts yeah uh, now like
0: here here's what i would say even if you believe that perspective which James i can't Field, say
2: so 4 years ago
0: i can't say that um obviously Government is perfectly capable of abusing people's rights. When it does, it is perfectly justified to dissolve it. But that's the point. Your target has to be properly. I don't even like the the use of the word target because that sounds offensive. This is defensively, Susan. We're talking about justice being abandoned. We're talking about people's rights being violated. That doesn't mean that I burned down some guy's store. That means that the government is justifiably dissolved. That's what that means. So I don't want to target random people because I don't like the outcome of something. Okay. We can agree on that, I think. I, I
2: can agree with that. Anderson says yeah. it's questions for both of y'all. When the country splits, how big should a sovereign state be? City states, county, hmm. what about Montana plus Idaho size blonde? Your interview with Legal Man, boom, name drop. Has me thinking of this. There's nobody I shill for more than Legal Man. Um, I do it all the time. I don't know. I mean that's that's the million dollar question, isn't it? I mean, Montana plus Idaho would be fine with our current populations, but I don't know. I think that's too big. It's like, it's almost very geographically
0: cover. large, it's, but population wise, it would still be, I'm sure it would be sub Colorado, probably. Maybe not. It's probably it's,
2: seven seven million, right?
0: How many? Well, Montana's just over one million. How many in Idaho are Maybe you like, serious? Yeah. And we're big, we're big state geographically. I think we're the fourth largest geographically.
2: Um, Idaho is 1.7 million. Oh, that's it. Wow. I would have I thought guessed that- more. So only 2.7 million people live in our combined states. Yeah. Oh, I I did not know that. Um,
0: to to get to the, to get to the question, if you had to divide this up, what's more important, um, say population size or geographic size. I haven't put a lot of thought to that.
2: I think they're both. You probably have to take both into account, Hmm. uh, because it's really hard to community build with people that live way far away.
0: You could take a lot of people in Eastern Montana and a lot of people in Western Idaho and their values would certainly align. Um, but that said, you know, they are a long way away and there's something like, let's say Boise is the capital. I do have a certain level of discomfort, if not resentment of people that far away from me telling me how to run my life. Exactly. So I do think geography does kind of matter. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I, I, I'll have to punt a little bit on that. Um, because I haven't put a lot of thought to that. Thank you, Anderson. Appreciate it. Mm. Uh, Chris to the J says, when the verdict was announced uh, yesterday, this being last week, there was a lot of happiness from certain individuals. One broke down crying. Let's say that my place of employment is in, quote unquote, information distribution of a local level. And we take what corporate gives us for natural stories, uh, national stories. What do you think this says about this industry we dislike at the small end? Uh, COS update. Oh, this convention of states update resolutions advanced in both. Uh, Carolina. I wonder if that's South or North Carolina, but one of the two uh, committees in their respective floors, if if passed in North Carolina. So North Carolina, there would be uh, there would be 16. Well, we do know that local news is uh, largely owned by national corporations. How many times have you seen those compilations where yeah. local news anchors say the same goddamn thing
3: exactly repeated
0: over thing. and over again? So I don't necessarily... I, I our paper here, I think, is just as much leftist propaganda as what I see in The New York Times or The Washington sure. Post. My opinion.
2: Spokesman review. Yeah, it's all the same.
0: So and, and a lot of that could be because it it there's there are orders. I don't actually know who owns the Bozeman Daily Chronicle here, but um, so maybe it's just an organic reflection of who runs the business locally. But I, I would speculate that there are probably some larger forces giving direction uh, in the way that uh, Chris is describing. Yeah.
10: Yep.
2: Uh. Yeah. I, I totally agree. Uh. Is Kathy's birth next. Yep. Um. Hey, guys. I have a question about whether or not y'all think rights are absolute. Thanks for your reply, Your reply, and I hope you guys have a lovely night. Do you mean like uh natural rights being bestowed upon your birth, being given by God, or that they endure regardless of the circumstances?
0: I think either or, but I would say. N- I would say no insofar as they can be justifiably removed from you. Even if I believe that speech is an absolute right, self-defense is an absolute right, which I believe something very close to that. Um, I think that you can, like incitement, I think is a justified restriction on speech. There are certain, there are ways to defame people, damage people through speech that I don't have a huge problem with. But even if I believe that it was absolute, I also believe that if you commit a crime, we can justifiably revoke your rights, put you in prison. That sort of stuff. So no, I wouldn't say absolute, but, but you know, what is, what is absolute? And I think that in general, in the purest sense, uh, when you're an innocent newborn baby, yeah, those rights are given to you by the natural state of the world or by God. And, um, until you violate the rights of another person, they can't be justifiably taken away from you. And in terms of our legal structure, I think that we should be as close to that principle as practically possible.
2: Yeah. Although I don't think that's the question, whether or not they're imbued on people. I think it's what, whether or not they're absolute. So I guess, surprisingly, our answer is no <laughs> to that.
0: No, they're not. But but very close. They're absolute adjacent to me. Agreed. Bart's up next.
2: Uh, since you insisted on a question who has shown tremendous improvement since I've been listening to your show question, Mark, I let this one get through because it's true. My opinion is Red Falker. I know these are supposed to be questions, but I wanted to shout out Red Falker for his drastic improvement with his stuttering. Good job, Red Falker. You're doing awesome. Yes. For those of you that don't follow the show, Red or Oh, I wish I knew the name of his website so I could shout it out right now.
0: I think it's stuttering with confidence or something like that. Maybe that's, uh, let me look it up.
2: Um, Red Falcor has been a fan of the Stunning show he help. he would force himself to call in every week and he he had had a terrible stutter in the beginning and then he um went to a conference and th- then he called one time and his stutter was almost completely absent. It was so absent that it brought me to tears, one of like five times that I've cried on this podcast. I couldn't believe it it was so touching. Is it Stuttering with Confidence?
0: It is Stuttering, stuttering with There's, his, I think his original or one of his early calls into the show actually on the website in the testimonial section.
2: It's truly amazing what he's been able to do with his stutter. So if you are a stutterer, you know somebody that is, go ahead and go on to stuttering with org. It's improved so
0: much out. people think he faked it originally. Yeah, That's People how much do think
2: improved. that he f- I saw somebody in the live chat. Fake and gay. Just <laughs> right
0: now. <laughs> we um, hey we try to get him to own up to it every time he calls in, but he hasn't admitted it yet.
2: Bobby Collins, for both of you what do you think America would look like if instead of trying to send freed slaves to Liberia after the Southern Rebellion, they were granted land out west to resettle as a new state or territory? Would things have played out better or worse? Hmm. I mean, I think it's likely that the West Coast would look like giant Detroit. Is,
0: would this be a sovereign country then? Is that what he's describing? Like freed slaves would, would have established their own sovereign country? Oh, I
2: guess that didn't occur to me. Uh, I don't know. Zimbabwe. Would, what do you want to say here?
0: Oh man, uh, what? Let me reread the question. I think things so would be
2: worse.
0: Uh, would things have played out better or worse? Well, I guess better or worse for whom, too? For everybody? I mean, I, just I think it's I think it's very I think it would be very difficult to send a whole population of freed slaves out to an entirely new piece of land and say, "There you go, have out. at it," yeah. and expect that to work out.
2: It also would have turned out way worse for black people. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like for I don't think
0: those, I don't think it would have worked out well for those slaves
2: or white America. I mean, it would work out poorly for all people involved. Yeah.
0: yeah. It would have Um, been
2: better for them to to go back to Liberia.
0: Although, so in practical terms, I'm not sure that go back to, but yeah. uh, In practical terms, I don't think that that probably would have worked out well, but morally speaking, would it have been the right thing to do? I guess what I'm saying is if you believe that the slaves should be free, the ultimate extension of that would be total sovereignty over themselves rather than subject to the laws of their states or the laws of the United States. You want the ultimate freedom. It's absolute sovereignty. That's what that would be. I think there's an argument to be made that morally that would be better. But practically, I don't know that would it I don't better, I wouldn't though? expect it to have achieved a good outcome.
2: No, no, indeed. Um Okay.
0: Interesting. I hadn't thought of that. I think you're next. Halston says, I uh, I was accosted for the first time by another customer in my local grocery store. I assume not wearing a mask. Uh, Technically, store policy still required masks, but they have long since uh, stopped enforcing it. And this guy felt that it was his moral duty to do their job for them. I was already on my way to the checkout and out out of defensive instinct, I told the guy to fuck off and mind his own business. Good job. (laughs) <laughs> then proceeded to ignore him and he followed me all around the store where he finally left me alone. How would you have handled such a situation? Uh, and to be fair, the guy wasn't being aggressive. He didn't threaten me or touch me. He was verbally polite, but pesteringly insistent that I put on a mask because I'm putting people in danger. Um, I would have. Well, I think good for
2: you, man, good for you.
0: Not creating a scene is probably to your benefit because that, I think that's what he's trying to provoke, probably. Um, but if someone was actually creepily stalking me in that way. I'd probably tell them, listen, um, you're going to leave me alone or I'm going to call the police to make sure that you do, don't continue doing this. Uh, and if you continue to harass me, if you continue to follow me around, there will be consequences for that sort of thing. So kindly uh, leave That's me awesome. and my family alone. I think you probably handled that just about right. I had a similar situation because it's the exact same situation at the at the grocery store we go to. The, they have to put the signs up because they don't want the health board getting them, but they don't care. They're not, they, as far as they're concerned. They're not the sheriff. They're not the health board. They don't enforce masks on their customers. So I don't. I don't wear a mask there. Yeah. And some guy was just creepily kind of observing my wife and me, and and kind of following us through different sections of the store at a distance that made it hard to tell: Is he actually following us, or <laughs> isn't he? What until a pussy like he's just going
2: to follow you at like a, a distance
0: i should have done something cool but i just kind of like <laughs> i i wasn't sure what he was doing so i didn't really intervene until my wife finally turned around and, was, and just said uh can we help you with something and just kind of yelled at him and then yeah. he sort of disappeared he scurried it, away God. um but yeah i i think you probably handled that about right i'd be curious so he said how did that end i didn't he said he didn't threaten me or touch me he was verbally polite but passionately. Oh, um, he followed me all the way where he finally left me alone. Yeah, um, that's annoying, but he's probably trying to create some viral video incident. And if you don't want to be a part of that, don't you probably yeah, handle it right.
2: It would have been funny for me.
0: <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. well, if I want more
2: if, of these viral incidents because I think that they're morale boosting.
0: I, uh, I think you're perfectly morally justified in getting confrontational with that person. Do you remember
2: when that adorable little um, uh, Tinkerbell woman in a CVS?
0: Yeah, she was the best. Saying, I'm done. I'm done
2: with this. And she she was just talking to everybody like she was a great orator. That gave me a boost of confidence for like weeks. We need more of that.
0: Well, and most of these people, when pushed back on even slightly, they will tend to yield. Yeah, um, my favorite true. new line with masks when I get a little bit of pushback from somebody, um, sir, sir, uh, do you have a mask or would you wear a mask? Yeah, I will. And just keep walking. Yeah. <laughs> they don't physically apprehend you. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'll do that.
3: I, I and will. then yeah.
0: and, th- and they don't really know how to react because they're, they're thinking, OK, he he said he would, but, but he hasn't not. done it yet. And he's still <laughs> walking away. <laughs> I think that's that's that. That's my go to mm-hmm. now.
2: Um, Jake Riley, hey, Matt and Blonde, or Mrs. Christensen, if the koof got blonde, hi. Um, How come so many events get memory hold and no one ever follows up on them? Las Vegas shooting, Nashville bombing, Jeffrey Epstein, who totally did not kill himself, Ghislaine Maxwell, uh, et cetera. Is it more to do with lazy journalists or media cover-up? Definitely media cover-up. And we do try to do this on this show. Uh, Matt's really good about following up on hoax hate, and the audience is also really good about that. Um, but you know, there, there are reasons that these things follow the news cycle that are, uh, you know, other than people losing interest, which I think is a component, but the Las Vegas shooting, they just came out and said, there's no reason he did this. You know, even if somebody's insane, that's, that's a motive in, in a way, like, I just am never going to believe that this guy killed 57 people and there was no fucking reason he did it. He hauled all
0: those guns and all that ammo.
2: I mean, what's just more for, disturbing is that this is a reaction that people are willing to accept. And, and that's what I find most disgusting about this. I, I Obviously, journalists are going to be like this. But the this, people. Well,
0: know? at this point, in the state of journalism presently, you have to assume that everything presented to you and everything not presented to you are mm-hmm. deliberate choices. This deliberate, is not, yeah. oh, I just kind of forgot about that. I think we're so far past that world. And I say that as someone who really believes that people deserve the benefit of the doubt you should be kind and forgiving and extend that that has its limits though and it just like uh you just like that friend in your life that can't stop the bad behavior eventually you have to cut them off that's where i am with the state of journalism i'm done with any sort of uh generous any sort of um charity or generosity to for sure established corporate media you know maybe we're not talking about local reporter guy but when we're talking about major journalistic enterprises what they're not showing you is because they don't want to show it to you exactly simple as that
2: um and and imagine if it was a black on white crime the las vegas shooting like we'd be hearing about it for the next 50 years so i know that they're capable of keeping a story in the news i mean we're still talking about the holocaust i'm just
0: saying we got to carry the spice through. <laughs> it's okay. Jesus.
2: Sometimes I love myself so much. It's
0: hilarious.
2: Uh, hilarious. Uh, Eric Burns March. <laughs> I put. I know this is a joke question, but I put it in anyway because it made me laugh out loud. Blonde, what are your thoughts on Iran getting a seat at the UN Women's Rights Committee? You oh know what we God. were talking about earlier? About letting leftist narratives destroy themselves. and I, This is so perfect and hilarious. I love it. I love it. Awesome. Doesn't Saudi Arabia already have one?
0: I don't... I forget who's on what council and what... The UN is a worthless thing that we should have no part of. But, yeah, we're going to sit here and pretend that... uh, Well, I don't know. I mean... This is a show that's worth enjoying, I guess, in the same way we should watch uh, trannies dominate the next uh, high school girls track and field meet. Maybe we should enjoy watching the Iranians lecture us about women's rights. I actually don't have a problem with the show. I, I do it. have a problem with funding it. We should not be paying for this garbage. I have no but interest. So in long
2: that. as we are, we might as well use our tax dollars to be destructive.
0: Pff, you can do that for a lot cheaper, though. That's the problem. But you we have to- no
2: control over it.
0: Well, what well, we do, we do, but the, we talk about acts of resistance and, and all this stuff that the themes that come up tonight, honestly, um, nothing would be better than national solidarity in not paying taxes. What are you going to do? IRS come arrest us all. Good luck. That, that is the best and that is the best peaceful and justified form of resistance imaginable. So
2: you know how Jews have this birthright thing where they um they take a trip back to Israel. It's like I funded guess, by wealthy synagogues or something like that so that they can keep their heritage alive.
10: Mm-hmm. I think
2: maybe we need to start doing that um in the United States with like other racial groups. Like Black Lives Matter needs to send like affluent black people that are participating in Black Lives Matter back to uh, the Congo or something. <laughs> why can't we do that
0: uh it seems fair although isn't that that stuff's not taxpayer funded right this is done by no
2: private. but i would love to fund that
0: well, there's you a start, cause i can get behind you start the charity and make it happen
2: it's just a vacation i mean there you go but it's so they can you, you know meet their wives and their husbands and stuff if like you that.
0: can get the donors i don't i don't have a problem with that i just don't want to pay for this shit that's all
2: you hear me sean king you need to go back to your home of Germany and the, maybe France or whatever.
0: The, it's pretty soon. You're going to leave this show to do a show with Black Lives Matter people, communists, Iran, uh, Iranians. Uh, mm. Yeah. And I'll be like, well, uh, <laughs> at, least, at least she's found a uh, good company for herself, she's, I she's suppose. She's happy
2: now. Uh, yeah. Are we good? Oh, we have one more. Yeah. Captain, uh, Captain Norway. Captain Norway. What is the point of even asking people to get vaccinated if you're not dangling a carrot in front of them, i.e. still asking, asking vaccinated people to mask up and cower in fear? I don't know. I mean, maybe they're just seeing how far they can push it, like what they can get. This is all a, a big mind control thing. Mind well, control thing? It must be that time.
0: Well, I have a big problem with the carrot, too. Uh, I don't yeah. necessarily have a problem with government incentives per se, but the carrot, as was, ad, as was discussed by that one doctor on CNN, the carrot can't be your fundamental rights. I right know. Right you now. don't get to say, wouldn't you like to have your <laughs> your ability to build a livelihood for yourself or your ability to speak freely or your ability to associate freely or attend events that you want? Wouldn't you like that restored? Well, then you'll do the thing that I, as a government official, tell you to do. That's a, that's a total reversal of the proper role, which is you have these rights inherently. Government exists to protect them and secure them, not to treat them as carrots to dangle exactly. you a, exactly. around. It's so a,
2: insulting. Although so, people do respond to incentives, so I don't
0: know. Yeah, but but that's the point. You, can, you can't, let's, let's put it this way. I don't get to steal $5 from your wallet and use it as an incentive to get you to do something yeah. I want. That's not the way that works. I would be unjustified in robbing you of that resource, whether it's your physical money or whether it's your natural rights. You don't get to do that and call yourself moral. Anyway, okay. Um, we're all set on uh, the questions. Thank you guys. Uh, for patience last week with the questions and um, thank you for patience this week. as we got through all of them in a little bit of a lengthy segment there. Wow. We are running a little bit long, but we do have some chats. Um, We're good on tippy stream uh, over on Trovo. Uh, Darth Jones, gifting subs, appreciate it. Chubby stubby casting spells. C2K says massive happy birthday to chubby stubby who, uh, whose birthday it is today. And who dropped, a hundred bucks on sub gifting today, total legend and always supporting the show. That is really, really great. Thank you for, uh, thank you for your support for the show and th- and absolutely happy birthday. Appreciate you keeping, we the, love um, you.
4: You're very special. Keeping
0: the Trovo community, uh, alive over there and, uh, and flourishing much appreciated. Uh, happy birthday to, uh, to, uh, chubby stubby, uh, Ben's, hot ben's hot doctor wife <laughs> cast a spell thank you an issue cast a spell as well and uh let's see we got etc uh supporting the show over on d live we got uh tonayan we got swinecraft we got cj yoast uh Buckeye pear and that rounds that out thank you guys kindly as well and if we just uh close up with youtube we are good to go
2: uh, David Blackstone, Matt arguing with Blonde about the state of the country feels like when Abraham asked, asked God to spare Sodom and Gomorrah if only 50 righteous people lived there, then having to successfully downgrade it to less and less people. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we're we're running low. i grant your point.
2: Chief Slingin' Beef. Oh, I don't know why that goes to
0: me out. <laughs> That's um, a good one. I've not heard that one yet, I don't think.
2: He probably is like a butcher and I'm like, yeah. Stop going to prostitutes. Why does my brain go there? In the airport in Virginia from Tennessee, saw a lady with small kids two to three years old with two masks and face shields. I nearly lost my shit with me having a one-year-old. Good to be back in a free state. Matt moved south. It's the Matt lives in a pretty free state, though.
0: Um, well, it's, and the way the way Montana is heading is excellent. The What the legislature and the governor are doing here now is fantastic. And I love this state. I have no desire to leave. Love it here. Perfect for me. Just don't don't change it in California. Yeah. Um, I, listen, I, I I. need snow. I need mountains. I'm far too pale for a sunny southern climate. It's not going to work.
2: Tim Hammond says, Matt, to vote, you need skin in the game. Blonde. Yeah, foreskin.
0: <laughs> foreskin in the game. We can come together. Hey, although,
2: that would solve a lot of problems.
0: <laughs> although the skin in the game... Uh, phrasing i'm pretty sure i originally heard from your brother x amount of years ago i'm pretty sure that's where it came from in my when he mind he was
2: talking about the wolf and the sheep
0: yeah and just i remember having a conversation about democracy as a concept in the pure form and about who should have voting rights and that was that's what we were talking about and that was the first time someone had presented me with what i thought at the time was like a radical View on voting and, and that, it, you know, that it should be restricted in certain ways, but he explained it in ways that were perfectly sensible, even though I wasn't sure I agreed at the time. But the longer I go on, it's like, yeah, he he, he got it. He was he was right. I know. And, uh, he, yeah.
2: I, I find that he's right about just almost everything. It's really annoying. Hmm. Uh, Ralph DeLong, the SJWs have shown up at our village for the summer. If I claim to be a thick black lesbian, that will give me enough virtue points to keep them away from me. Question mark. More importantly, will blonde and Matt still love me? Um, thick, black, lesbian? I don't know. How based are you? I, I find it hard to believe that there are no fat, black lesbians that are based.
0: Well, we will we always love, love you. you.
4: You're very special.
0: And as far very as special. I'm concerned, if you don't drive adopted children off the cliffside, you're, you're just okay. fine in my book.
2: Carm Ozzy, have you seen the video of the airplanes going over the White House in No Fly Zone during the press conference? Ah, shit, I lost my
0: place. No. Uh, that, is that news tonight or what? Videos of the airplanes going over the White House and no, oh, during press conferences, so it's not tonight. Oh, okay. Any thoughts on that? Maybe Pisaki is
2: this?
0: isn't in D.C. Uh, that's news to me, so I don't have any speculation on that. I have no idea.
2: I also am unaware of this. Um, Ovid says, Matt, you're a coward <laughs> with a coward's beard. The only reason you cannot grow a glorious mountain man beard is that you lack the strength of will to do so. This applies to blonde too. <laughs> Pretty sure it's out of my hands.
0: Thank you for your consistency on the issue, though. I appreciate that. Um, Well, I don't know. I I can let it grow a little bit longer, but I'm telling you, it's going to get that like Taliban look where it's just it's not thick enough to be long. And it's just a lot of like weird, scraggly curlies going every which way. Okay, you should get it
2: microbladed. What does that mean? Okay, like when women have thin eyebrows, they'll do these tiny tattoos of little hairs.
0: Oh, I'm not that doing do that. I'm not doing I'm that I'm just
2: joking. I don't even think they yeah. do it on men. But yeah. it could be like the wax my balls thing.
0: Uh, I don't know. I'm just... I'm going to keep it the way it is. I'm going to be me.
2: I'm just joking. I think your beard's <laughs> fine. I don't
0: know. I have no... It's, a, it's I, a
2: fine beard. I don't have any problems with your beard.
0: Nobody's going to look at me and say, that guy has the best beard I've ever seen. But on the other side of it, nobody's really going to look at me and say, is that guy trying to grow a beard? Because that's the worst... That's That's all you really want. Yeah.
2: Uh, You don't want people to think that you're trying too hard. Yeah. It's an okay beard. Jeez, everybody lay off. God. That's all right. Stogies and boomsticks. In order for Hunter to get in trouble, that would imply accountability. (laughs) So you're a little bit delusional, blunt. That's true. Yeah. Mm. Elatus, Matt, you have more than enough coverage to grow a full beard. You just have to commit. (laughs) It can (laughs) take a full year of not shaving before you start looking like your Viking snow ape ancestors. Maybe that's true. Maybe commit to a year.
0: I don't it, I've I've gone pretty far before, but it's that intermediate stage that I just can't stand. I've never made it's it itchy to itchy like, too. Right. I've never made it to the f- like f- where you have volume sticking off your face stage. Like the beard has its own volume. I've never made it that far. Right. Uh, so I don't know. But here's the diff- the thing that's difficult about doing stuff like that. To just start freestyling with my appearance in that way is also very difficult to do in this line of work. People you know? hate it. Yeah. So
2: you guys remember I, that one time I parted my hair on the other side, I'm fucking freaked
0: out. I don't even, I don't even remember that. But I yeah, parted
2: if, my hair on the other side. That's it.
0: People love their consistency and presentation. And frankly, I'm not dissatisfied. So I, I'm going to keep it the way it is for now. But maybe if I go off the grid someday or I'm trying to hide from the feds, then I'll start letting it go.
2: Sam from Ohio, um, we can finish this up, but I got a boogie. Uh, Matt, your take on give me liberty or give me death is very Jordan Peterson-esque. It is true in two sentences. I will die for my rights, and if I lose them, I will die. Very metaphysical. Mm. Damn, I missed 2016. I also missed 2016. There was so much more hope back then.
0: Well, th- then, thank you for the kind words. Um, th- this was in reference to what I was saying at the end of the video that I posted today. I don't, but um, if if people didn't see it and, and if you didn't see the numbers for total deaths of 2020 are coming out. And there's a lot of Rona in there. We've had all our talks about how much of it is really Rona. Even if you take all 340,000 deaths in 2020 as Rona that they say they are, there were almost 500,000 excess deaths in 2020, meaning that. so Suicides. Actually, suicides went down slightly, which I find very surprising. But these are uh, preliminary. What about data, drug but- overdoses? Up significantly. And th- almost every leading cause of death, heart disease, cancer actually went down a little bit, but heart disease, Alzheimer's, diabetes, um, accidental down. deaths, like uh, drug overdoses, all up and not up like or 1%. All went up, yeah. Not like 1%, 2%. Some of them are 15%. Is it that's because not,
2: people weren't able to seek treatment because of coronavirus?
0: That's what one would speculate. And that's what the Journal of American Medicine says straight up, that... Hmm. Uh, interruptions in healthcare services are likely causal. So for us, uh, it it amazes me that for all the six figures that we had flashed before us, oh, this many people died of Rona. We know that the interventions we took are also responsible for six figures worth of death. And in my opinion, that's deaths on top of the pile. I think the Corona pile was probably going to be what it was going to be. We shoveled these people on unnecessarily. Yeah. And we act like we made an obviously wise decision. These numbers are damning. It should be a national scandal. It won't matter. It's only the Corona numbers that you'll see. Those are the only ones that count.
2: Crazy. Um, Angry Bellsprout. Saw Rakita Law about a website called Antifa Abuse, and wow, that's degenerate. Hmm. Thunderstorm. Dr. Fauci is just a Bill Gates stooge working for his World Health Organization, Population Control Freaks. Ain't that the truth, too? (laughs) Yukon Don. Gotta throw in my two cents about a movie list. Um, Alien, I already have it on there. They Live, mm. I have it on there too. Red Dawn, Black Hawk Down, and seen she it. wore a, a yellow ribbon. You saw Black Hawk Down.
0: I have seen Black Hawk Down. Uh, yeah, that's the only what one about on the list I've seen.
2: Every week that you watch a movie, I'll also watch it, and then we'll talk about it for like three minutes on the podcast.
0: That might be fun. Maybe we could make a little <gasps> bit of a bit out of really? it. Really, yeah. maybe okay. we could do something. That like sounds that.
2: Really, If you guys would like that, shoot me an email. Um, a latest. On that caller's point on pre-1960s immigration, a large percent of the Europeans didn't stay. Your options as an immigrant before the welfare state were succeed, go home, or die. That's true. Yeah.
0: That, as it should be. Yeah. That, I mean, that sounds perfectly yep. fair to me, to be honest.
2: Happy dog, no note. Thank you, Barry Dvorak. Um, so cool to see you connecting and doing work with Alison Morrow, Matt, and mm. the various guests you're getting, Rebecca. Thank you. Guess who I'm having on? Black Pill i'm so excited
0: mm. and speaking of tomorrow i will be tomorrow morning i will be on allison morrow's stream i i was not familiar with her until i saw the really great work she did on this new mexico police uh the new mexico police officer who was killed by the drug runner guy uh-huh. so we're gonna do a stream tomorrow morning i think it's it's a nine nine o'clock a.m my time so that's 11 a.m central on allison's channel and cool. uh, i'm not sure exactly what we're gonna discuss but um Without revealing too much, we might discuss something much more personal for me rather than like news and really? and um, yeah. Without without talking about too much, she is also a, a military family person. Her husband was in the Marine Corps, um, uh-huh. and so we might we might kind of go down that route a little bit. But I don't. And where know can any- people
2: find the interview?
0: Uh, Alison Morrow's YouTube channel. I will post it on Twitter and elsewhere tomorrow morning as well. So we'll And see the
2: audio platforms. Also.
0: When we're done, yeah, I'll post it up. Okay. So we'll I I, I I can't wait to talk to her. I think she does really good work and we'll see what we end up talking about.
2: Um, Rodzilla says Brett Weinstein's podcast about mass vaccinations with Gert van den Bosch is a hmm. must watch. Mass vaccinations could drive mutations into children. Yup. Hmm. Holden Mulray, High Truth Seekers, when debating pro-choice folks, we must first agree that abortion is homicide and then ask them to justify. Without agreement on this point, there is no honest debate. God bless. That's true, too. Tristan Hobson, what's your opinion on fellow juror peer pressure affecting trial outcomes, mainly during deliberation? Could one person be pressured? Love you blind. Yes, but I can't think of a better way. I mean, I suppose As in could... how would
0: you eliminate it? Is that what you're saying?
2: Yeah, I mean, mm. they could deliberate individually, I suppose.
0: But, well, but the, the standard has to be agreement, too, for either conviction or acquittal.
2: Right. But you would just vote without uh, jury discussion, interjury discussion.
0: <sighs> I could see an anonymous voting system, but it seems like you kind of have to talk with each other to work out. Do your you? View. Th- I don't know. Well, maybe we could have some changes here. I don't, I'm I'm open to it, I suppose
2: ramian no note thank you and thunderstorm no note Uh, eric marley red Falker here you were close blind it was a four-week program three two-hour saturdays and one 33-hour weekend thanks for the shout out oh
0: 11-hour days wow um well thank you man
2: cyclone says um demographic comments earlier are funny you should read what ben franklin said about ben franklin thought about other europeans German, etc. cetera. They aren't white. I can't imagine what he would have said about Catholics Law, hmm. Yeah. Or like Sub-Saharan Africans. Um, Marlon Moncrief says "Too Blonde, did you like Winters bone? I know you grew up in cosmopolitan St. Louis instead of Pearl Ozarks, but I'd still like to hear your thoughts on the film. I love Winters bone. I did grow up in the county in St. Louis. However, uh, you get it living in Missouri. You still interact with a lot of white trash. Like a lot of white trash. And that was the most accurate portrayal of Ozark white trash I have ever seen in my entire life. Also the movie The or the show The Ozarks or just Ozarks is is fairly accurate. Uh, I've heard terms it's really of, good. That's, it's really good. Yeah. And it's fairly accurate in terms of characterization of um of white trash. Yeah, maybe I should put Winner's Bone. Uh I don't suppose you saw three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. You didn't see that. I'm sure you didn't
0: that's a movie
2: okay that is the worst depiction of white trash i've ever seen it's like somebody that's never been to america is trying to describe what white trash is like Hmm. but winner's bone excellent i'm gonna put that on your list
0: all right all right we're good uh a quantum football has won i see um blonde have you heard about ghana's attempts to get a million black american people to move there in the next few years
2: to move to ghana
0: apparently that's what he's That's saying.
2: That's great. That's great. I mean, if black if black Americans want to repatriate um, uh, their, their ancestral homelands, that would be fantastic for Africans because the average black American's IQ is like two standard deviation above the average Africans. It would be so good for those countries. It, but I'll tell you who it would be bad for, black Americans. And they're not going to want to do that because of obvious reasons.
0: Uh, I don't know the state of Ghana. I have no idea. But if you told me that I was going to accept the task of trying to build. Um, if I was going to try to go build Wakanda in real life. uh, Probably pass. That's probably a challenge I'm not going to accept. Um, well,
2: Yeah, it's not your ancestral homeland anyway.
0: Uh, No, but I don't get to ever visit mine because that's banned due to coronavirus and all yeah, that. So, like, God, we would have loved to go to. Uh, to go like see honeymoon um, there or Scandinavia yeah we we absolutely there's cool places in uh, I forget which country but you can li- you can stay in these weird um, they're almost like tents or igloos with transparent ceilings and you can so see cool. the northern lights that's the stuff that we wanted to do probably I don't know if we ever will given the state of the world um, even if they open up again I'm gonna have to like fight through uh, an ocean of jihadis just to get there <laughs> so <laughs> anyway anyway yeah. Uh, all right, we're all set. I think. Let me just refresh on Tippy Stream, and we'll call it a night. Um, yeah, yeah, we're all good. Um, all right, well, thank you guys for hanging out with us. And uh, gosh, we went a little bit long tonight. So thank you as well for sticking around a little longer, Bond. Uh We will be back on Sunday, breaking down the week's news. Whatever the hell happens between now and then, I guess I'll watch Joe's speech later tonight or tomorrow or maybe not maybe i won't talk about it at all but we'll see whatever happens the rest of the week we'll break it down on sunday have a good night and we will catch you then